This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Combat Deviant with me and Steve. Steve, happy new year, bro. Happy new year. What is up, fam? Hope hope everyone enjoyed the the time away, the holidays. Christmas, New Year's, all the, all the fun stuff in between. But we're, we're back, and we got we got some fun stuff for everyone tonight. Man, it's like you leave people alone for no UFC fights for a little bit, right? And all hell breaks loose with fights everywhere outside of the fucking cages. So we have a murder that's happened. We have uh, a fight that broke out in a gym over racism that went down. And then we also had dana white abusing his wife and that's a huge thing i want to get into steve because i'm really upset people are like oh this isn't the 1920s anymore we don't have to treat women like that and i'm going to bring up some comments in a little bit so we're going to get into that make sure you guys subscribe down below here on belly up sports also on combat deviants we're going to try to reach 5,000 by the end of this year hopefully we'll be able to blow past that and make sure to hit that subscribe button and the bell because you won't know when we go live. And we're going live Fridays at around this time. Uh, Steve, who do we got in store tonight for uh, for our guests? Yeah, we, we got a fun one at, for, for everyone as per usual. We like a, uh, a, a, good, a good mix of, uh, of everything. We got have a, a female uh, fighter hopping on, and we, we, we have a, a, a male boxer beat beat. B- BYB uh, extreme fighter as well join joining us we have uh Erica uh Valentine you know she's uh I think she she's still currently an amateur uh MMA fighter but I believe at the end of the year I I don't know if you've seen it did you seen how, how the the way of her her last victory was by by corner interference I cannot wait to ask her how she has won a fight via corner interference that that is going to be a new one for me and you I did not no, I did not see that. That's but crazy. But she, she had also had won a, a pro grappling fight uh, uh, t- towards the end of the year as well. So she hopefully we should be getting ready to to make her, her MMA debut uh, uh, c- coming here soon. And then obviously uh, being joined by uh, the newly multi-fight signed uh, contract uh, w- winner himself, uh, Mr. Kendall Ward will be joining us, and you know he, he he's uh he's coming off a uh, uh, a tough fight uh, at, at uh, BYB 14 Carolina Brawl. I got to tell you something funny, Steve. So obviously you know the commentator over there is Goldie, right? Yes. So you're a big football fan, obviously. Do you remember 
when Goldie had his one shot to be a commentator for the NFL and blew it and blew it so bad where he was getting names wrong. He was getting that that one one misses me. Uh, I posted it on my Twitter. So uh, definitely go uh, check that out. X evil Eddie X. Um, Steve, there's so much to talk about today. I'm really happy that Tatiana Suarez is coming back, man. That's one of the things I really want to discuss with everybody and comment. When's the ultimate fighter blows her knee out. And she's on the way to re, re, you know, re, rehabs it, get, 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 get about, get ready to get, 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 get a fight lined up. I think that as soon as the, 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 the one fight was announced, blows the knee out again. Absolutely then, sad. Then Absolutely you know, sad. I think waited a little bit longer the, the second time around. And I think I remember correctly. She blew, she, 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 she blew something else out. So the last time she fought was four years ago. And man, she was on her way to the top right there with, uh, you know, Juliana was fighting and then she stepped out. So you never know. Tatiana might come back and starts everybody. Do you uh, believe in ring rust? It's a question that always goes around. Everyone has their think, different you know, opinions um, on Amanda's it. Amanda's leaving. You know, I, obviously, Juliana's going to feel like she's going to be uh, uh, the queen cat running run, 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 run things for, for some time. But I'd like to see Tatiana, listen. Uh, you, know, you know, spin her head a little bit. Valentina has not been active at all, and she's really upset about it, man. Uh, we recently saw Rose Namahunez get submitted by Jillian Robertson as well. So the girls, you know, the girls' weight divisions are heating up again. I'm really excited about that. But there's another thing I'm really looking forward to here, Steve. We have an open weight Grand Prix for one championship, and apparently Alistair Overeem is going to be it. And they say there's going to be some wacky stuff. So uh, what, is, what does this uh, remind you of here? He's requested to be a part of it. He's requested. He's requested to be a part of it. He hasn't been officially anything. I mean, listen, you know, welcome back to Pride Days. This is so, like some of our, you know, the the old school hard, hardcore uh, U, UFC fans, the early the early day Zufa fans, think, things of that nature. This is, you know, this is, this is right, right up our ballpark, depending on who gets involved. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. What, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be crazy if that's where Diaz winds up going? Get, entering in, entering that because that, that sounds right up like Sally, dude. Tell me I'm not wrong. No, you're totally right because Jake Paul signing the PFL big news, and everyone's talking Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz could be the most interesting combat crossover ever. Uh, that, that's pretty wacky, right there. I, you do not throw him in there with Nate Diaz for his first fight. I'm sorry, bro. You don't do that. All right. So, can, can someone tell me I'm wrong yet? By he pick, how he loves picking on welterweights. He likes picking on people that are older. He's like beating up geriatric fighters who aren't even interested in fighting anymore. Do you really think that Nate Diaz is going to go in there and fight? Here's my thing. I've been saying that it's gay for pay. No one's really going in there and giving Jake Paul their all. Do you do you really believe that? Now he's going to come to the PFL and we're going to actually see what he's made of. This is what I've been waiting for, Steve. Him to step over to mixed martial arts. However, I don't want him to be matched up with Nate Diaz right off the bat. Absolutely not. I mean, I already said I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I think that if he wants to be a boxer, go go do that and go and actually. 
these the the these young these young up and coming guys. Don't don't be sitting here pick picking on older UFC welterweights when Jake where where does Jake fight at? About about two hundred pounds, correct? What what is that? Oh, that, that that's light heavyweight. So why don't you go pick on some light heavyweights? You sound <laughs> you like sound like me. Not yes. You're not fighting midgets no more. Huh? Not fighting, you're not fighting midgets no more, like Nate said when he was fighting Connor. So like, yeah, the big like, guys. Like, I fought a guy three times the size of me. <laughs> Laying down. Wait, wait, Connor's, Connor's fought a Connor's as far as feather. We gotta see what's in store for for that 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 wacky gentleman. Obviously, he won the court filing with Artem Lobov, and Artem is now being forced to pay the, uh, uh, you know, T- you know, Team McGregor's legal fees uh, dealing with that whole situation. And so. here's what Conor McGregor had to say about this. He said, well, there you go, Stuart Little. You now owe me two major court appearance fees. Stop this nonsense. You are making a holy show of yourself. Peel it back day by day if you can even. That's coming from the old friend. Would have done anything for you. In me, mate. God bless. Twitter.com slash virgin media. Well, here's another thing. Connor got called out for, we we saw his likes, Steve. I know know you hate that I'm bringing this up right now. Uh, He was liking somebody jerking off, a male jerking off. And Connor liked it. Immediately when we told him, he took it off, but obviously all the screenshots came. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Connor and Artem were playing lick buck, lick butt in the dark, not touch butt in the park, but lick oh, butt man. in the dark. That's what <laughs> Who I got. cares? Like, honestly, if that's what he's doing, that's what I could care less. It, ha- it, it has no, no relevancy right. to anything. You're totally right on that. Well, if there's one thing that is absolutely disgusting, man. It's that Connor couldn't even just be like, we don't got to bring this to court. Let's just settle this outside. They've made a huge mockery of one another. I would never do that to one of my friends. Would, would you do something like that? Nothing was in paper. Connor should have been like, here, mate, I have all this money. Take some. Or do you think Artem was right? I guess it's all all in the perspective, man. Like you know, I, I think I think Artem might have had a legitimate beef, but I also think that obviously, uh, you know, things might might have been you know gen- gentleman's handshake. Why Connor got things on paper? All matters is it, you know when it comes to the 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 court of laws is you know who who who's done the correct filing on paper. And it looks like we got our first guest joining us. How are you? What is going on? How are you doing today? We are joined with Erica Valentin. Nice to see you, Erica. Hey, how's it going, man? How are you? It's going good. I have a surprise for you right off the rip. (laughs) Oh, boy. I know somebody that you know. So, So I'm broadcasting from new haven connecticut do you know anybody from new haven connecticut oh i do know a lot oh. of new haven oh yeah <laughs> do you know uh the spider monkey melissa yeah that's my girl yeah i train with her every week yeah that's my girl 
So you're from you're familiar with Connecticut? She said she's been training with you. That that's my homegirl too. Uh, I've been watching her for years come up, and I just can't wait for her to just blossom. You know? Yeah, yeah, she's good. She's real good, high level. Oh, yeah, I train with her like three times a week, every week since like May. She's that's my out, girl. We she's have out some, of we have some really good rounds. We have really like. And you know what's interesting about her too? I went to the gym over at Andrew Calandrelli's, right? And I did a whole podcast there. I've interviewed a bunch of them, and. I'm sitting there, I'm asking her like all these questions about mixed martial art fighters. And she's like, I have no idea who any of these people are. I don't yeah. even follow the sport, none of that. And I was just like, wow, you're just, you're just in this thing, which yeah. I think could be a benefit, honestly. Yeah. Do you think it's better to not know who some of these bigger names are when you get to that stage? Um, I, you know, I think, I think if you just, you know, do your own game, you know, I don't know if there's a benefit or not. You know, I'm not there yet. So I, I don't know how to really answer that question. But I can see what you're saying. She said, she said, the only fighters I worry about are my brothers beating me up as I'm as she was growing up. Yeah, uh, I know. I know she was the only girl. So what's up with you? I mean, you got what going on right now. I know you got some exciting things going on. But before anything going on in the future, some crazy stuff has happened. Recently. Yeah, Steve. What what happened recently? You're a little more familiar on this. So no, I, when I was doing the the research for for you, I was I was looking over things and I noticed your last fight that's a unique ending to it. I've never seen a fight end via corner interference. Yeah, there's like 19 explain seconds that left. one to I me. Was... I've never I never come across that one. Yeah, there there's like 19 seconds left. I was gonna win anyway. Um. But there was 19 seconds left in the third in the third round, and like I guess her corner just started going crazy. Um, he he didn't speak English. That's what they were blaming it on. But he was like going crazy and just like uh, circling. Away, away, away! Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like circling fight. the cage where she was at because I was tagging her up in the third round. But there was 19 seconds left. The judges actually came up to me and was like, "Girl, you were gonna win that fight." Like. So hold on, rewind a little bit for the people that are that are listening or, or did not see the highlights. Can you kind of bring us through this? You were about to knock her out, and the coaches wanted the fight to stop. They thought the judge, uh, the ref, wasn't calling it, or what? No, exactly they just happened? he just was going crazy because like she was losing, so he just started yelling and stuff like that. Like New Jersey's kind of like really strict, so. Yeah, New Jersey's one of the one of those uh states like they don't play around with how the the corner yeah, head, yeah, movement, yeah. head movement head movement it was a yeah, head I don't know what like, regardless if if you're not in your designated area and you're not listening to the responses they'll they'll end they'll end a fight that way. Yeah, I just it was, didn't know it was, if that it was, it was stupid, but I was gonna win. You know, okay, I was gonna win. It. Yes, yes, yes. I was gonna win yes. anyway. It's a stoppage victory. Yeah, it's 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 it was 19 seconds left. That's why I was like, I was kind of just like, why didn't you guys just let it go for 19 seconds? What did she, what did she have to say about it? No, she was just like, it's all right, you know, like my coach is stupid, and like, she was like, you won anyway, you know, you were gonna win. And I was like, yeah, girls, all good, and I just, you know. Well, let me ask hug. you this then: if that was you, if you were her, how would you honestly feel about something like that happening? Um, I'll, I'll just be like, whatever. I, I don't know. I, 
she wasn't really that mad because she lost. Like, you know what? It, yeah. I would feel some type of way if I was winning a fight and that happened. But you were like, or if it was, was a close fight, like, like if it's like, yeah, back, like, there's back, like you don't know what's left, going like, on with it. I'm beating your ass second round. I had you in the submission, t- took you down. I'm tagging you on the feet. Like, then the third round, I'm tagging. Like, there was no way she was going to win that fight in 19 seconds unless she knocked me out, you know? So she probably got traumatized from that. You're beating her up. She's getting yelled at by the coach. And then it's just boom. So that that's that's pretty, pretty crazy. Is, tough, that, is that the craziest thing that's happened so far in your career? Like um, that you've seen? Um, in my career, I, yeah, that was weird. It was weird. I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird. I got it. <laughs> I got to like picture what was going on because I go to all the Muay Thai events and I know how coaches get, you know? So it's just uh, a weird feather in your cap, I guess. So yeah. what do you got planned moving forward here? I know that you're training, obviously the new year's starting. So every fighter has a list of accomplishments. They obviously want to get done, right? What do you want to accomplish this year? Like how many times you want to fight? What's going on? Are you talking to your coaches? Do they have a plan for you? What's going on right now? Um, yeah, I'm going to do, like, the Golden Gloves in a couple weeks. The New England Golden Gloves, that's just, like, straight boxing. Um, and then I'll try to hop on a show in March, May. Um, yeah, just I want to fight a lot. I, I fought. I had uh, six fights. One fight fell through because of uh, COVID. Uh, but I had five fights in one year, MMA fights, and then I had a bunch of uh, super fights. Uh, like grappling fights. Is that what's going on behind you? For the audio listeners, we see a bunch of photos behind you here. I see a belt there. Uh, what, what's going on back here? Hey, yeah, uh, this is the dead serious belt. Strawweight. Oh, belt. Ooh, that's actually really nice. Yeah, strawweight belt. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, so and then I actually want to go pro, and I'm actually doing a uh a, a super fight, a four girl tournament with uh Jesse Millie. Uh, this girl, Ashley, from New York, and my um, training partner, Sam Ayala. We're doing that in February. So we're facing some girls from 10th Planet in... Uh, oh, wow. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's February, too. So, yeah, I'm just going to just do whatever, you know, get some things in, and then I'll hopefully go pro by, like, the end of the... um thinking, like, fall. So let's jump out of mixed martial arts for a second. I kind of want to get to know who you are. Obviously, we see the little girl there. You're a mom. Uh, yeah, yeah. What what what's going on? How old's yes. the daughter? What's it's it's got to be crazy trying to raise a child, do uh, mixed martial yeah. arts, and then have her understand what mommy's doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. My children. There's actually three. So my fight name is E3, and um, I have triplets. So I want to okay. become the first female fighter in the, in the world that really have triplets. So that's why they call me E3. So there's three of them. Yeah. And I was telling them, listen, I'm going on an interview. Just, <laughs> but she just came down. But yeah, there's three of them: uh, Kylie, London, Ariana. Um, got some pictures of them too. But um, yeah, yeah, they've been raised in the gym. Well, that so must have been experienced triplets, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's seven now. So um, I started training like I I'm 29. Oh, so they're at the fun age. <laughs> seven. Now. Yeah, I started training before <laughs> before um before I was a mom. And then, like, um, I had gotten pregnant, and I told my coach, like, hey, 
you know, I'm pregnant. And he was like, oh, we're still going to train. I was like, no, like, it's like, I'm really pregnant. <laughs> like, this is high risk pregnancy. And um, so he was like, oh, shit. So around like the age of uh, like when they were like one and a half, um, I just started training with them and brought them. They've been raised in the gym. So, yeah, they're just used to it. Like tomorrow I'm going to go train. They're coming. All, all girls, right? Yeah, all girls. Yep. So say, for instance, they grow up, right? They have a they have a oh successful gosh. boyfriend or a not successful boyfriend. Uh, Steve, finish my sentence here. Oh man, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just really feel for e. I, re, I really feel for E here. She's just, she's got triplets, girls, man, and me, I, and I, she's got to talk to me now. Pray for me, my one fifteen year old. So I can't imagine Pray for you me. having that times three. Yeah, I can't. Crazy. <laughs> so Steve. What am I leading to here with the with the well, whole no, like, I, boyfriend? I, you know, I, I want to ask you, like, 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 you're, 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 you know, your mom, you're a female in this sport. And obviously, uh, you know, the news and combat sports that, you know, it, 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 it gets its circles and, and its go rounds. Uh, what do you think about the uh, the Dana White situation and and you know, kind of feel uh, oh, about the 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 uh, uh, the situation itself? I I guess more so. The what, what the what it you know I guess his press conference yesterday and basically how uh, it's basically being kind of framed his his uh, his only punishment is going to be what, what is done in the public eye that he isn't going anywhere that uh, him being away suspended or removed only hurts the 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 promotion the sport and his fighters uh, I just kind of I feel like that whole kind of situation rubs me the wrong wrong way obviously you know him and his wife had had words she hit him. He made the, he made the you know the, the bad mistake of not just taking it on the chin and just you know reacting back to that and knocked her to the ground. I you know it's 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 not something you want to be want to do or be a part of. Obviously, grown adults, you you know heat of the moment, you having drinks. Some sometimes stupid things are said. People do stupid things. We live in a world where everything is 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 out in front of everybody. Don't condone anything Dana did. I'm sure, obviously, you know, you know, both of them are kind of regretting the situation at this yeah. point. But my biggest problem with I see this right now is just that what was said yesterday and how everything was framed, I don't agree with. Yeah, he was like better off not doing that interview. That interview turned me off as well. I was like, dude. Like the first five minutes he was doing good. I was like, bro. And then they were like, it, it, it like him. I'm like, here we go. I'm done. They would suffer without me. Like, no, bro. You need like, yeah. So I, I really didn't like that either. I think he should I think there should be a little um, you know, a consequence for that too. I I think if a girl's like really beating your ass, like boom, boom, you know, a slap. Yeah, she, she 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 open hand smack you like you you've been yeah, hit by fighters. Like, like you're, a, you're supposed to be a former boxer at one point yeah. in time. Just, like dude, a, just take it on the chin, man. Like yeah, maybe like a grab or like a yoke or something. But like yeah, he slapped her like, back. Yeah, I, he could. He, yeah, he could have just gripped her up. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, he always seems like the one that has the cooler head in some of those situations. Yeah, at least we'll be we seeing that's happened stuff on uh, you know, Ultimate Fighter stuff that happened, you know, yeah. do stuff before, before the actual fight has happened. We've seen Dana in those situations trying to be the cooler heads. Not sure what happened in that moment, but again, I still think the worst thing he could have did is what he said towards the end of that interview. Yeah. Like, 
the beginning of it, he sounded like a trite, but the, the when you're sitting there basically saying my only punishment is going to be I'm going to be known as a woman beater, I'm going to be known as that. Like, you don't like, I mean, if my opinion, if I'm in, in the people who actually run the UFC outside of Dana, I'm sitting there saying I need you to start grooming somebody else to do what you do. Yeah. Because if I we have another situation like this, I don't want to basically have you where my hands are tied. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was... I think you know he. I've known this for a while since since you know before the Fertitta brothers that Dana was positioning himself. But when they made the sale and how everything was done, you knew Dana wasn't going anywhere for a while, and everything was going to stay kind of status quo as the way things had been going. Not be the sitting there saying that. that Everything Dana does and the UFC does is evil and things of that nature. But we all know as the way way this sport has kind of worked, it's it's the top five percent gets taken care of, and the rest it's it's kind of you have to make your own way. Is We're, that a is that a mouse on you? What happened? Yeah, there's, I got a bunch of pets. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has a he has. Oh rats, my yeah. god, I thought I was tripping. This is show, you, why don't you just go, go, go take a shower, Eddie? Yeah, come on, I'm gonna interview. Oh, we're gonna have yeah, Eddie yeah, shower right here. What? Is, so that's a that's a rat? Yeah, I got a bunch of pet rats. <laughs> this is a little baby. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they just they just chill and hang out. They cuddle with me at night. I even I don't want to say this too too loud right now, but I got a wild rat living with me too that came in through the garage and chewed in through the apartment studio down here. And I've been feeding it and shit. And so it comes out. It like tries to talk and chill with the other rats. And lately, if you can see on the back of this tail, audio listeners can't see, but. Uh, it's been biting their tails, trying to like get their attention. Oh and I read God. like slowly he'll adjust. I'm gonna try to trap them. Oh and my God. Try to make them. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's great. No, they're actually really good pets. They're like, uh, they're like little dogs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I could have one. I don't know. I you, don't you'd like... be surprised. You'd be surprised. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park. Fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on with this whole Dana White thing is I'm just absolutely disgusted with how things have gone in the past. Like Greg Hardy was matched up, right? Come into the UFC. Everyone gets a second chance. Come to mixed martial arts and, and, uh, you know, get some knockouts for me. Uh, and then we're going to put you on a card with Rachel Ostevich as well. Who's coming off a very traumatic incident herself. And when I, when I said all this, uh, when when this all happened, double standard going on there, without a doubt, Eddie. I feel like it's just 
like manners are out the door. And I feel like fans have no sympathy when a woman hits a man. Like I could never, I've had things thrown at me. I, I have scars on my wrists yeah. from things broken on me. I've never struck back. I can't, I, I, I could never. So yeah. um, do you, do you think that's the way this generation's kind of headed or have you been seeing some of the same kind of comments or no? Um, I honestly, so I just, I, I honestly like am not on social media unless I'm like posting, um, about like, you know, my training and stuff like that. That's how I get kind of my clients, but I'm usually like just training bro or like being a mom. So I like, I like, I found out that Dana White slapped her like hours, hours after it happened. My dad was like, yo, your boy slept. And I was like, what? <laughs> your boy. So all right. So I me... went on like MMA junkie and I saw it. Your dad said it's too much. <laughs> so let so. me put it like this. All right. Let me kind of ease, ease way in here. So you're at your gym, right? And yeah. you have a guy and a girl sparring. Uh <laughs> They never go too hard, right? You would never allow that, or do girls feel like it's okay because it's around, whole... if it's around the same weight, it shouldn't matter, right? Well, they're agreeing to it as well, I guess, um, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's some hard sparring days, but yeah, guys don't try to like, you know, they, you know, I've, I've had, you know, here and there, you know, a guy try to go really, really hard with me, but it's usually like more newer guys. No, like pro, pro is gonna go. So yeah, like there's agreement there, yeah. So are you for or are you against uh, people of transgender or men fighting women under qualified, oh, sanctioned? No, no, yeah, I'm not fighting any of that shit. Oh, no, no, you 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 heard uh, what it was it uh, the WBO or the WBC is working yeah. on a transgender division in Boston. Yeah, I'm not oh, God, with that shit. No. I, honestly, but, I'm not with that shit. But. but what if they both agree? Like it's opponent that agrees. They know it's not the whole Fallon Fox thing. Um, I I just think. Why, I, why are we going to the clown shit? I want to hear what I totally want to hear. I, what I just said. I just I just I I don't I I don't like that because. It's not even about like, um, it's just your DNA. It's just different. Like your mass, everything, your strength, no matter how many. I, I, listen, my, my, my view when it comes to the whole transgender and it comes yeah. to combat sports thing is, is this. Once you choose your sexuality, in my opinion, you can't, can't come back and yeah. start talking about, yeah. you know, athletics yeah i just like look what happened you chose that you chose that this had to be a determining factor what you're doing moving forward in your life well i think it's like i think it's like yo it's like the same thing right like if you get your gun license you can't get your weed license right so i think it's the same thing like what do you pick do you pick the gun or the weed (laughs) i got (laughs) (laughs) i'm picking the gun but um but like it's the same thing i feel like if hey if i choose to be a different sex like hey you know i think that i'm a man just know that i can never do um i can never do uh i can never do another another sport like just because i changed my sex you know what i mean like you saw that that girl swimming what you remember i forget her name but i i know i know who you're talking about so it's just like it's just like that. I feel like, hey, if I change my sex, and then I I just can't compete. Well, it's just the whole Fallon Fox situation revisited in another in another manner. 
yeah regardless if it's physical athletics or not like it's still a competition that you're 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 competing against something where it's it's not it's not the way it works yeah like especially that man that's gone through puberty period yeah it's crazy yeah i don't don't think you know like that's where i I especially have the because look at mayweather what if mayweather wanted to be a girl do you think that he could and then he boxes those girls in his division you know what he'll do to them no matter how many pills that he takes like he will kill them well this is what they bring up when girls have (laughs) taken uh steroids in the past it changes your body i know permanently trust me you know when girls take steroids because they're strong as shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, when it comes down to it, I just personally feel like if they want to compete, they should be able to compete. But there, it has to be agreed upon in their own league, their own division, separated yeah. for right now we, until things. We've come seen together. cases on, on fighters as soon as as soon as they leave the UFC in the testing pool, and you just see the difference on how they how they how they how they do and a lot of times it's not even that that they're using it for you know performance enhancing things a lot of times from what what i've heard and seen and talked to with fighters it's more about the recovery thing yeah especially after a traumatic injury yeah not to say it's right or fair but like that's the that's the deal that you kind of worked out when you decided to come and be a top level fighter that you had yeah. that 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 stuff's done granted a lot of stuff when it comes to recovery on those serious injury broken legs can you know complete a acomc yeah. you know, blow your like all that stuff you need to have some of that stuff granted but as being a top level professional athlete, especially in a combat sport, that's that's you know, that's non grata. But like I said, then you see what happens with some of these guys go out of the pool for a period of time and they're able to recover in a proper way. That's a loophole, it needs to be addressed. But here's my thing we're still in this thing where there's so many MMA and combat sport, combat sports is just so young in, in this part of it. We're still trying to figure out where everything is like box as old as us basically yeah everything the way it needs to be but now you were sitting there saying your dad said your boy and dana white when you were talking about (laughs) dana white so obviously when it comes to mma the ufc is the goal right yeah yeah of course yeah that's the goal so let me now, ask you this. You know, would, you know would you, what road would you like to take? Yeah. Would you like to, you know, go through the contender series? Would you like to go through one of the regional promotions that kind of promotes up through it? Like, you know, like CFF, uh, like CFFC does, or maybe go through Invict FC. If you yeah. could plot your course to, you know, to, to, to the UFC through your MMA career, how, how would this you like to be so exciting for you, Erica, right now? Like at this point in your career, moving to a new year and like, look at all this. What, what the hell yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just want to keep winning on the regional level and then, um, you know, I'm going wherever God takes me with this. So, but if I had to like plan it out, it would just keep on, uh, winning at the regional level make maybe get a couple more titles and maybe go to like Invicta or Bellator and then contender series in UFC or whatever however maybe win in Bellator or Invicta and UFC just need somebody late you know 
The biggest thing I want to see is you make another coach lose his fucking head again. Uh, I want to yeah. see if you could do that yeah, again. Like, so Mallory he, Martin type stuff. Nah, so. yeah, um, yeah, dude. So that that's that's really what I want to do. Just just keep winning on the regional level. And what, then. What, would you consider doing slap the slap uh, boxing championships <laughs> to get on Dana White's radar? No, no, no. I'm all, I'm all set with that. I'm I'm going the MMA way. I I got asked for bare knuckle and all that too. Now I'm going like that. Oh, so 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 you have been offered bare knuckle. Yeah, somebody offered me there. One of the matchmakers from there hit me up. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm all set on the on the bare no, knuckle. So you, the you want to do boxing, but you don't want to do bare knuckle. That's interesting. Yeah, boxing is my shit. I love boxing. <laughs> but why not? Why not go with bare knuckle? You see all the success. You see the competition that's you see over their there. Faces after? Like, <laughs> my no, my nose is already crooked. It's already broken from a fight. Like, hey, I was born with a crooked do you nose. See my, like, <laughs> nah, bro, I'm all set. Like, yeah, I'm, no, on bare knuckle, I'm like so. Like, there's no amount of money you can, you know, unless it's like in the. Hundreds of thousands, yeah. But you remember, like the Artem Labov versus uh, what's what, what the hell was his name? I don't even watch Bear Hick Diaz. I don't. Uh, damn, that you don't even watch. Like, damn, that's cold. I don't even watch that shit. We actually, uh, we actually pulled some shenanigans to a couple of the main event guys a couple of weeks really? ago. Houston Alexander we was going Houston up against and, Joey uh, Beltron. Same time, it was pretty funny. And they called in at the same time. I was like, I got to bring them in. So they met face to face. It was, I almost uh, left the country after that. Oh, snap. Ah, I got to watch that one. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. He, you know, Houston and Joey were pretty cool. You know what I mean? They were like, hey, what's up? What's going on? How you feeling? You, you ready? Yeah. OG, OG. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't like it was a, a tense moment. They, they were cool. Yeah, it's a sport. And then, and then Houston not, and then Houston knocks him out. Felt bad. Oh shit! <laughs> so let me ask you this: going forward, you didn't answer my question of 2023. Uh, like, are you trying to get on the contender series by the end of the year? I know you're like just starting to do this thing, but are you setting things high? Are you are you trying to take your time? Um, I, I, I know say, you got. I will say 2024, 2025. So you, you are ta- you are taking your time. You're being smart about it. Yeah, yeah. I would I would say t- you know I would because that's when I would feel ready. You know, to you know, well, they're Steve, they're high level girls. You know, really really high level. So you look at somebody like Bo Nickel. What does he have? Three fights, right? As a pro, yeah, he, he has that pedigree. Yeah, but he's a, he's a, he's been wrestling. He's like a you know. Oh, we got the lion checking in as well. Should yeah, we bring yeah, him yeah, in? Or? He should be on in about four minutes. So about all that right. Time. I know Erica's got about. That's about good. But I got to get to one more thing. We got to discuss something here. We have an upcoming fight, right? I don't know if you're paying attention. Oh, are, you know, are that's you a... my boy, Sean Strickland. Let's get into it there. Let's get into it. When I went to Vegas, yeah, that's my boy. He's funny as hell. He was <laughs> like, he told me I was sparring one of the girls. He was like, um... He's like, yo, you know, women can't fight, but you can fight. Oh. <laughs> he was like talking mad shit to me, but uh, he's cool as fuck. But yeah, that's my, that's, a my boy from, that's my boy from Vegas. I've I've trained out there in Extreme Couture. Um, and you know, wow, yeah. So really? yeah, that's my boy. He's funny as hell. Yo, so, he's yeah, go- I I love that he's fighting. I love that he took a couple days notice. He he's really crazy like that. He's he's really like that. I could tell he was he, he was like uh. 
he went on like food truck diaries and he was just going off. Yeah, he's definitely all these. I was like, yo, he's definitely got hit in the head a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, how do you see this fight going? Honestly, I know you're a little biased here, but um, I love I love Strickland. That's my boy, so I'm going to go with him. You know, obviously, obviously. that's how I got to go with it. But he definitely has a a big thing. You don't know of any pre con pre conditioned injuries going into this fight, do you? No, 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 I, 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 no, I don't know. It's not like my best friend or anything. Uh, it's a joke, the James Krause thing of the injury. Oh, shit. Yeah, like... James Krause. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it's getting deeper now. <laughs> I know, right? I, it, that's crazy. Because now, right, now, so. now they're now they're getting they're uh, investigating Molina even further. I'm like, oh boy, here we you go. You know, I really loved him as a coach too. So he's gonna be oh. like, he was a good coach. You got to remember when he, like he first, I think his first like three years really building that gym up. Yeah, he had a lot. He had a lot, a lot, a lot of success. A lot of good guys. He's, really, he's kind of like fucked, right? He's a, he's in a bad spot. He's yeah. in a really bad spot. Well, it just came out a couple hours doing, ago. Some some all, all, offshore sports betting. Oh yeah. man, he's yeah. a, he's that's what it was. Horrible. That's what it was, right? Yeah. See, yeah. I don't, I'm not he's like into that. Like, I all, I watch a lot of fights. It like, it basically know. equates to um you know uh you know a a guy on the stock market who you know you you know X companies about about to go down. And you're telling these people to dump all their shares now. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's insider trading just on a combat sports level. Damn, man, that's crazy. Oh, but w- what I'm gonna do do now is is kind of throw the proverbial microphone over to you. Uh, way we wrap things up is kind of kind of give you the, give you the floor. Anyone you would like to thank, uh, you know, shoot out your training partners, shoot out your social media sites, any sponsors you have, anything you're doing outside of combat sports, you want to let the people know any charities or anything like that. The uh, floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on the show. It was a pleasure. Shout out to Connecticut and um, all my training partners, Spider Monkey, and everybody at Underdog Mixed Martial Arts, and um, all my sponsors, DSP, Four Ropes, um, the Russell Grab and Go Company, uh, SCB, and everybody uh, back home. And thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, Really, 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 really quickly. Where can everybody check out BYB or uh, where can everybody check out your upcoming fight? Um, so I don't, I actually don't know. I know it's in Massachusetts. So I, I live right over here. Can oh yeah yeah yeah. Do you have me on? Uh, my Facebook is Erica Valentin. It's like Valentine. Are you doing but... reality fighting again anytime soon at um, Mohegan this year? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. So that's where I got got my first knockout. It was crazy. <laughs> Yo, they turn on over there at reality. Hell yeah. But yeah, um, it was I'll be crazy. seeing you. Trust me, I'll be seeing you. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, they definitely told me about May. They wanted me on the January card, but I had just fought December, so I was just like, and I fought November, September, so I was fighting back to back to back. So you said you coaches don't want this heat. well happy new year thank you so much for joining us we wish you nothing but skill yep yep you can can add me on instagram uh e3 underscore mma so e3 underscore mma erica thank you so much i'll be talking to you soon all right thank you brother god bless
Steve, All that right. was great. That was great. That was okay. great. And then basically, without any further ado, we're going we're going to just slide right, oh. right in with, 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 my, with my main, the lion. Hey, Wagwan, Wagwan, what you see out here? Oh man, you know, and and he's got the Jamaican thing going right now. I I love it. I love it. I love it, my friend. What's cool? Hey, on, don't champ? take it personal. Anything you see, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Kendall, I like your I like your whole setup. For the audio listeners that can't see what's going on, what do you got going on in there? You got a cooler setup than I do, dog. Hey, man, this is my bedroom, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey, this is the Jamaican flag, all background. You know what I'm saying? Uh. I come from a long list of a uh, long line of uh, Obeya. If uh, if you know you're not familiar with voodoo, it's like you know witch doctors kind of thing. Whoa, you know whoa, I mean? whoa, whoa! Back so, up, back up! Is that your next opponent on the wall? Hey, man! You know, uh, shit. I'm not sure. uh, most of this stuff behind me, man, is just you know fight memorabilia. You know, I've been in you know in the game for like 15 years as a professional boxer, so. Uh-oh. You know, it's it, it's time to move on to something else. That's why I got into BYB. Shout out to BYB. Uh, Extreme Fighting Series. We do make the weekends. I'm telling you right now, you know, Dada 5000, he, he shot us out, man. You know what I mean? He, he built a platform for us, you know. So I got to give it I got to give it some love, man. Man, yeah. did you see his yeah. documentary on Netflix? I think it's called hey, Dog bro. Race, bro. That was Awesome. Hey man, I got uh, most of the time. Most of the time when I'm when I'm on my downtime, I I, I tend to watch it on a, on a regular basis. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's you know what I mean? dude, man. It, it was funny. Man. We were we just had Eric on, and she 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 is absolute loves boxing, but will not watch or follow bare knuckle. I was like, wow. Hey man, you know I'm I'm telling you right now. After I mean, after we spent a lot of time I'm talking, I'm talking with a lot of guys. It takes right. a special kind of athlete to be a bare knuckle boxer. Hey man, you know, uh, it takes some warriors. It takes some dogs, really, to do what we do, man. Uh, you know, uh, all respect to uh, boxing, all respect to MMA, all yeah, uh, you know, kickboxing, Muay Thai. Like you know, that. you name it, you name it. I've been in there, but you know, to be honest with you, I think I found a home. It makes things more exciting. What were you saying? What were you saying there, Steve? Like I said, it's just we you see is it like it, it takes like there's different type of uh, of of fighters that are just purely pure boxing. Yeah, there's different types of fighters that are purely just mixed martial artists. But I still think there's there's a different type of male, female, however you want to call it. You know, you know, we say it in 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 football and other things that there's that dog, right? Well, I there's think that it, dog, bro. But you have you. to be that dog, regardless you male or female, when it comes to comes to bare knuckle boxing. To, to be able to do it and especially do it at a high level. It's it's not it's not for the faint at heart. It's not for anyone, you know, looking to be cute or pretty or or you know worry about how many teeth you got or or, or if you're gonna be cut up or banged up. Like that's it that's not gonna be the sport yeah. for you. <laughs> hey man, you know, in the 15 years of my career, bro, I've lost I've lost a tooth. You know, <laughs> I've done my thing, man. I've I've been in <laughs> In, in the ring, with champions, like this, this one over here is talking about making a tooth collection of a, a fighter's teeth. Hey, bro, you know, to be honest with you, I was watching one of your podcasts when you were saying that, and <laughs> uh, I was actually looking for the little pill bottle no. with my fucking tooth in it. I was gonna send it to you, to be honest. Bro, with I you. got one right here, bro. I got like, one I, right I promise here. you, bro, I was looking for that fucking tooth, man. 
This little half tooth right here, bro, it's in a pill bottle oh somewhere. I gotta yeah. find it. I'm gonna send it to you for real. I, yeah. I need to stop encouraging this. <laughs> I got one right here, bro. I got one right here. So oh, feel it. I had a uh I was supposed to go in for a root canal today, right? And I went in there. So if you guys can't see underneath my tooth, I chipped the whole thing. I bit into an apple, the thing broke off. So I've been going a week and a half almost like this. Hey man, that's gotta be some weak ass teeth, bro. Well, the thing, this, <laughs> it, means, I, it, means, it means I haven't been taking care of my teeth for a long time. That's what that means. Oh, come on, look at these curly whites. No, what it is is there's a bar behind here from when I used to have okay. braces, and the thing broke off, and then oh, I just I just fuck, didn't do yeah. anything about it, and then it just wore away, wore away, bought into it. I was supposed to have a root canal months ago. And I was just like, fuck it, I don't care. Candy bars all day. And uh, now I know what it's like to be 33. You know? Right. It, right. But I'm not hey, embarrassed. Man, I'm, 30, I'm, I'm, I'm 34, bro. I know exactly how it feels, man. So, champ, check out my idea here. And it might cost me a little money, but I want this. So, I went in there. I was like, well, if you guys got to take the tooth out, uh, I want something permanent. I want to get, like, a, a silver fang replaced. Like, a like a a silver like fang a replaced. That would be badass, shit. right? <laughs> Come on. I don't want no flipper nothing like that. Right, right. So have you been in the situation? Hey, man. Uh, no, to be honest with you, yeah. I mean, you know, they, I, they, they did do a couple drillings in me because I did spend uh, a few years in prison. But, you know, oh, wow. I, mean, I got that shit for free. So I wasn't really tripping about it. You know, uh, you know. You know, it was a couple of uh, cavities and shit, but other than that, man, you know, I really ain't I, I, ain't had nothing like that. That's crazy because I've interviewed Ian Hynish before, whose success story came from prison. He was like a huge drug narcotic runner for ecstasy. I've interviewed uh, Reggie Barnett. I, I'm sure you know Reggie. Um, you know, all these guys have gone to prison. Do you have any prison fight stories? Did people know you were a fighter when you went to jail or well, was uh, this before? The first time, the first time I went, it was in Oregon State Penitentiary. And uh, I was 18 years old, man, stole, stole a cop car, thought I was like some gangbanger, you know, yeah. you know, want to be punk. And then all of a sudden, you know, went to prison and, and, and got my golden gloves in there. But, you know, prison boxing is way different than regular boxing. So, I found Jack Thompson, who was my uh, my manager at the time. He was actually a really good friend of mine. He used to bring his his amateur boxers into the the prison at the time. Wow! And uh, you know, we we got to talking. He gave me his card. He said, "When you get out, man, give me a call." So I got out, waited six months, six months, and then got with uh, Jana uh, Jana Sims and uh, George Gonzalez, man, and, and they started my boxing me. career. Wow. You know what I mean? And then from there, from there, it just kind of escalated, bro. I've kind of been a rolling stone in my in my whole career because, you know, I've I've taken things from co different coaches, man, and executed other things. So, you know, your paradigms always, always evolve. Yeah, your paradigms always evolving for the positive. That's awesome to hear. From going to steal cop cars to where you are, dude. That's totally awesome. Well, you know, and and uh, the second time, bro, the second time I went to prison, man, it was uh, it was a really different ordeal because, uh, you know, I fought it because it was a crime I didn't commit and then came down to it, man. Idaho saw it that, you know, me being a professional boxer, 
I deserved to spend two and a half years in prison. So I, I sat down for a minute, took a six year layoff from my boxing career. Wow. Came back in 2019 and I'm, I've been hitting the ground running ever since. But you don't and, regret it because you weren't going to take a deal because it would make you look guilty. So I'm going to sit and I'm going to do the time that you think I did. I'm going to get out and do even better. Right. And I have to, I have to, I got kids, man. You know, and I've always told them, man, chase your dreams no matter what. Even if nobody to anybody tells you you can't, you still do it anyway. And stand tall no matter what you do, because your dreams will come true at the end of the at the end of the day, man. Well, Steve's from Philadelphia. It's hard where Steve is. I'm from New Haven, Connecticut, third most dangerous city in America per capita. We know we know how hard it is out here, and how these young kids are going out there. There's shootings every night here around Fairhaven. Um, I think things are wild right now. I have yeah. one of my oh, yeah, friends definitely. just get yeah, busted for murder last week. Oh yeah, and, definitely, man. And and the thing is, bro, is that we don't have very many programs out there to uh, definitely save these children's lives, man. And, and, and give them something positive to look forward to whether we're in a, in a, in a controlled an uncontrolled controlled environment, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're still doing something positive because also it's teaching us humility. It's teaching us how to respect our elders, not only our our elders, but have sportsmanship, you know, you know, things like that, man. You know, within this career that I've done, bro, for so long, like I'd get, I get I wouldn't give my, you know, my life not to do it over again. I would love to do it over again every single time. See, what's interesting here is I have Steve to stay on my ass, be like, dude, what are you doing? We're building towards something. Uh, right. Just keep working hard and it's going to pay off. I, oh, like, yeah, man. The, 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 the what, negative self-doubt always comes, bro. You know what I mean? I've, I've gone through deep depression states before, bro. I've, I've been there. You know, I beat myself up too many times, bro. I've I've let demons control me that I possibly cannot fathom what would come out of the, out at the end result you know but you know i've always stayed true with the fact that man i'm a family man dude i'm a father bro i have to keep pushing no matter what no matter what you know at the end of the day you know win lose or draw you know what i mean you put everything you could into that you know and if, if, if you take a look at my last fight, man, I'm not going to lie to you. Brandon Burr gave me everything he possibly could. And I guarantee you, I broke him. Because after I asked him for a fucking rematch, bro, he did not want to do it, bro. He We shook on it and he agreed to it. And then we talked about it. He doesn't want to fight me again. So in the street, it would have been uh, hands down finished, right? Hands down finished. Well, dude, you got to think, bro. Like, yeah, I had a massive hematoma over my eye. I was fighting blind. But regardless Did you make of the, the fact, mistake man, of blowing your nose? I heard that's, that's how it oh, happened. Oh, no, no, dude. I Yeah, bro, that's that's an old that's an old uh, trick, bro, that you can't Steve, do. you, you can't heard do that, that, right? Don't blow your nose. Hey, man, I got to throw my BYB on, you know what I'm saying? Give a shout hey. out to, to the ones I love, the ones that give me my shot, you know? For the people uh, out there, 23 strap season, baby. I'm telling you, 
2023 strap season. Oh, you doing that 50 cent right now. Remember when 50 cent came out? Uh, get the strap, bro. <laughs> hey, Belly, bro, bro, I got to I got to do it. I got to do it, son. You know what I mean? Like, hey, BYB gave me my shot, bro. Oh, hey, why All not? These... I mean, you got to think like you, you know, B- BYB is still in like the kind of early growth, growth stage as it is. Why why not go chase a belt? Why not go right. chase multiple belts, right. you know? You know what I mean? And, and the thing is, bro, you know, regardless of my boxing record, I'm I'm 0-1 in, in BYB right now. Bare knuckle. Okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? Now I know how to fight in a trigon. It's an insider fighter's Listen, game, bro. It's one of the first things I say to a lot of guys when they sign with BYB. Like, how, how are you going to deal with, you know, you know, obviously, you know, dealing with a normal ring? Like, you don't – who who normally ha- has a trigon – in the gym to kind of be able to work that you can't the only right, way you, dude, you gotta that you gotta at that point man you gotta you gotta modify your own ring bro you know what i mean and and make and create the right dimensions that's a 60 yeah, degree yeah. that's a 60 yeah. degree the angle in those corners you bro you know what i mean that's a you 60 degree learn angle in those corners fighting off off of the ropes off your back right right and the thing is, bro, is those corners are 60-degree angles, man. You get caught in one of those, bro, you're done. You're done. I don't care how much you try to escape, bro. You're try- You're done. You know, uh, I like I-, I like the inside fighter game, and that's exactly what I'm I'm, I'm going to stick to, you know, going into go- – moving forward, I'm going to tell you that. You gotta learn. You gotta learn the the clinching the dirty box properly, man. Oh yeah, man. Uh, you know, uh, my background, man. You know, wrestling throughout high school and college. You know, won state titles, won national titles. You know, went to Japan twice, went to Brazil once. Uh, you know, I I've done a lot, bro. And then Muay Thai. You know, uh, three pro Muay Thai fights, won all three. You know, went to Thailand. Had fun, man. You know, now I'm ready for my next journey. And and this brings me back to the streets, bro. This brings me back to the heart of, of why I started fighting in the beginning. And speaking of bringing it back, we were talking about as we were setting this up, so, some of some of our, our, our boxing, our old school boxing heads. So, obviously, I had to throw the TCB hat right, on. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, hey, the man, the Morrison. Like, I saw that, and I was like, I, yeah, I got, I got <laughs> jealous. So, that's why I had to turn my hat around. You know what I mean. <laughs> so obviously, me, 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 and you share share an affinity for 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 you know the Duke Tommy Morrison. I gotta ask you. We talk about all the all this crazy stuff breaking news. Phil Baroni, we already knew, knew he wasn't and murdered some 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 poor woman. You, you know, yeah, yeah. Right. Dana White, you know, uh, you know. Be, you know, you know, you know, late, laid hands on his wife. Unfortunate situation was talking with that with Erica. You know, you know, you know. I think probably the more unfortunate thing about what's coming out about this is there's basically no repercussions for it. We're all talking about right. this, but no one's still talking about the fact that it's been how long since well, since Tommy was diagnosed with with HIV that right as a right. diagnosed with HIV and nobody Trish did throwing documents at everyone for the past right. five years every well, nobody did a thorough investigation person. no one wants nope. to touch this I wonder right right you. nobody wanted to touch it nobody wanted to do a thorough investigation everybody said okay well you know there was a a major signature on it that said hey look you know what I mean let's pass this aside you know 
Tommy was a good dude, bro. And I, I and I can almost guarantee you, man. Like I've I've talked to Tommy on on a few regular occasions, you know, through email, um, through text message, you know, long time ago. <laughs> and and it comes down to the point where where you know I know you got a letter from him too as well. Oh uh yeah, years ago, years ago I got um it was actually from Trisha and she gave me uh his his business card when he was doing the TCB, you know, doing his own gym um and and making things happen, making things work for himself because you know boxing turned his back on him. A lot of us boxers have had boxing turn their back on us, bro. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. You know, and and the well, sad part is corrupt in so many different ways. It's disgusting it's, anymore. There it is. There it is, right there. You know, and and for uh, I've had this in storage. Actually, I, I usually kept, uh, I usually keep all my boxing memorabilia together. Um, if uh, if you look behind me, actually directly behind me is is Where about? Um, a Sugar Ray Sugar Ray Leonard poster that that signed from a boxing event that he came to but you know uh tommy tommy was a good friend of mine man and tommy deserves to be in the hall of fame yeah man when i was talking with her it was so hard i did all this research and you can tell how dedicated she is towards tommy's life and i was trying to tell her you already won you being able to be there with him and get him sober and love him and be by his side when everyone else turned his back and gave up on him. And he even had hey, to go his in dream front of everybody. Was, his dream was to, to, to really have it out there to where everybody knew exactly what he went through. You know, I and his struggle. guys like, like Luke Thomas and Ariel Hawan, and they all want to want to talk about Dana White right now. I lost count of how many one of us, like you know, not big media members, but like you know, you know, pe- you know, you know, people who who cover the sport regularly have tagged, tagged them and stuff like this, and no one wants to touch it. And I still right. ask, as I think there's there's parts of it that that I think it goes deeper than the the athletic commission and deeper than de- deeper than. Um, I, know, I I really feel like there's a personal vendetta there, bro. I, agree. I really do. I you know agree. what I mean? Something, something that was said or something that was done. I don't know if there's done. personal, but like, 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 dude, the man's dead. Like, 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 what do you could possibly? So let it rest. Exactly, let it rest. You know, Tommy Morrison was a monster, bro. He was a monster. He was a beast, bro. He was supposed to. Uh, I mean, some of some of his stuff was, was kind of his his own undoing, but like some of the stuff he wasn't protected. Right, right, right. Well, you know, he got involved he, with the wrong people. He, had, he was just so mentally torn apart. Like, you can't blame him for falling down. You know, this. But see, that's why. That's where I go with that 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 depression stage, man. You know, when I was telling Listen, you, like, about, like, you know, like, like, yeah, we talk about it a lot because you, you don't know. You know, we we've lost so many people over over the years of so many different things. Like, you don't right. know what anyone's going through. And when you're at at that level where Tommy was at to have what happened to him happen to him, I'm surprised he didn't go further. He didn't go deeper and do something crazier. <laughs> right, right. Knowing what Lose he knew, I would have been acting. I would have been acting. Why? Like, listen, like, dude. When I know, I know something, and 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 no, and like, no one, no one wants to hear it. I'm gonna scream louder and push harder. 
I'm so surprised that he he was able to do things in the way he did it. Right. Because I I, I wouldn't have been able to, man. I wouldn't have been able to. Bro, so, and, and 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 that's the 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 difference between a champion and a warrior, bro. A champion will overcome a lot of things, man. A warrior will keep on fighting no matter what. That's right. Tommy was in a fight with a broken uh, jaw. He was in a fight with a broken jaw, broken wrist, and then what? The yep. ninth round still came back, and still, still came, came back. back, bro. Yeah. You well, know. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because it it really is so controversial, and it's really strange that nobody talks about it when it was so illegal for. What's his name? Tony Iommi? Not Tony Iommi. Well, no, uh, Kevin Ioli's wife. was illegal. Everything about what happened is And nothing was said illegal. he had AIDS. Well, my my feeling about it, bro, is to be honest with you, man, I've 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 suffered through my career, you know, in the corruption of the boxing world, bro. Not How only so? just you know, Politics not only or? just personal, but you know, uh business relationships, you know. Uh you know, fighting a, a fighter in his hometown and knowing that you outclassed him and knowing you, you outboxed him and did everything you did to win. But once he tries to get that upper hand in another in a round, the referee instantly calls it to get the signal. You know, I've watched referees get signals. I've watched, dude, I've watched things happen in the boxing world that, you know, with this whole situation, like I wouldn't put it past him, bro. I wouldn't put it past them, you know, and it's savage, bro. It's savage and disgusting in the same, the same instance, man. Well, the other thing too, about this whole situation is why wouldn't, like Steve was saying, somebody like Joe Rogan with a platform who follows Tommy Morrison, who's a fan of Tommy Morrison, give him the, the say well, he's of it. The, he's the one to sit there and like, like there's a video of Tom, uh, of him breaking stuff. Like I guess Tommy, when he had the, the peck implants and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like that aspect of it, why not? Why not? He always loves being the informed guy. Why not bring Trisha on and complete the story? Because, because you know, obviously, obviously why bro, not bring this, Trisha on to expose what, what the the nonsense that's going on? This goes bigger than us, though. You know, we see it. Thomas, why not go? God, this goes bigger than us, though. We see it as night and day. We exactly know what's going on. But the problem is, is that with the mainstream media and the way that everything is going right now, bro, he's got, you know, he has people in his ear. He's probably sitting there going, man, I really want to talk about this Tommy Morrison incident. But the fact is, bro, is that he's got people in his ear. Everybody has people in his ear. Which you know is so I mean? funny because he used to do like conspiracy shows and stuff like that. Right. And now he, he used to be dead set on the moon landings being hoaxed. Now he'll totally scream at Eddie Bravo saying it's absolutely ridiculous, this and that. It's, it's just kind of weird to see. So with that being said, I could totally see what you're saying. I think a lot of people would also agree. There's no way he's making every well, decision. No, I get what Kendall's saying because it, it, we yeah. see it not with just Joe with, with he, how his, I guess, the, the manner of how he goes about booking the guests for his show has changed but that's also because his show has grown so much and you know it's basically you know he's basically the the most recognized podcast in the world at this point in time right 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 
we, you know, you could probably make arguments for other things, but you know, when we're talking here in the United States, you know, when we talk podcasts, it, it's what the Joe Rogan experience. That's that's yep. what we talk about. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, but, man. It really but is. With that being said, like, like, I, it, what, what I think Kendall's getting to is, is like, th- there's a predisposition on what we're going to talk about, what we're going to cover, how things are going going to be covered, <laughs> and that doesn't just follow Joe Rogan because he he has a he has this big deal with Spotify. That goes with Ariel Hawani, which 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 the you know Ariel Hawani might be the best combat sports uh you know you know interviewer but he's a he he's a shield to the point where where he doesn't do thing he doesn't say at a hundred percent about about everything that he needs to when oh. some people come after him nine times out of ten arrows in the right but doesn't mean that he he isn't a paid show who does things a certain way within a, like you do you run that same formula and then you want to cry about it I don't right. want to hear about it. The only one who, who I think is a hundred percent still an actual journalist, even though he is a pompous ass, is Luke Thomas. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Don't agree with, with how he goes. <laughs> hey man, I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't he agree with you. He is one hundred percent. No one has bought and paid for a thing he's written or said. It's it's a hundred percent factual, thought through proof. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. And you've yeah. actually met him in person, Steve. And you he was and kind of a jerk to you. And he does his and, research on a regular basis. So, and you're you know still agreeing I mean? with him. Yeah, 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 completely. Well, that kind of gets me into this whole Dana White thing. Because Dana went on to ESPN or TMZ, and they were being light with him. They were trying to throw the narrative. ESPN didn't cover it till two days ago. Stop playing with me. Or TMZ, it was TM, it was TMZ, TMZ and broke TMZ broke it, and they threw them all softball questions. They're like, "Well, we know that you were drinking. What do you remember?" Is what they were saying. What do you remember? It doesn't matter what you remember. Situation. All right, listen, I'm, I'm going to break it down like this. Please, was Dana wrong? Absolutely. Go, Steve. Go, Steve. But also, it, it was. I want to know. I want to know how it was instigated, though. I really exactly. want to know how. That's it was what instigated. I'm saying. I think that's what all of America. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Let me what know she, exactly what, no, actually, the whole story. Don't just say, her, "Hey, look, she slapped him and he slapped her," and you know, Dana shouldn't did that. No, I want to know no, what. No, like, listen, that. like, like. What, what, like even if like like you've been hit before, dude. There's there's no way she hit you hard enough to require you to do the same thing back. To right? Her. Why not just right. flip her up and like, what the are you doing? What are you thinking, etc. Like it was the same thing I was sitting there saying to Erica when you watch Dana White, you know, act on on some of these other situations when things go down. How does that Dana's normally the one de-escalating everything? So how did we get to this point? Regardless of the situation, is Dana wrong? Yes, but also at the same time. You know, uh, you, you know, you hear, uh, you know, other people on the other side. She threw, she threw the slap. She knew what she was getting to. She knows her husband. She knows what type of man he is. At the at the end of the day, my biggest thing is, is you want 
there's a double standard because you go and look at how other things have transpired with his athlete. There, dude, you know, there uh, had to been. Dude, Paul Daly banned that from USC for that life for throw, throwing a punch at at a referee after after the fight with the Koscheck fight. Hey, look, by no means am I saying that a man slapping a woman is is right by any means, but I'm wondering. I really just kind of you know want to play neutral ground and see what the fuck escalated this to be what it was. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I bet you right now Dana White is sitting there wishing, like, God damn, why couldn't I have a New Year's Eve fight this weekend? <laughs> right or something like how to take that three-week layoff? One of my, one of that, that, that easy vacation at the end of the year. Yeah, right, right. Let's go to Bora Bora instead. Fuck all that. Yeah, right. Yo, what you a know, bad spot to like do that, bro. <laughs> like, come on. There's gonna be day, like it, it, I I still think like my biggest problem was not just there wasn't no punishment. The slap league. How you were just sitting there saying that the sport would suffer. The the athlete, Listen, you could you 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 could plug just about anybody in Dana White's role, and I think it'd be fine. Right. What I, do you guys well, I get it, man. It's just. It's like just, the connections that you think that 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 you needed to have was only meant for when that you guys were just growing a sport and or promotion that was barely sanctioned in in all the states the in in the in the country you were promoting in it. Now you're sanctioning just about every country you can go. There almost there hasn't been a place that that the UFC has has had a fight just about. I think right. the only thing you're missing is Iceland at this point in time. <laughs> I mean, right, no shit. you've had you've done fucking boat or do it on a boat like fucking Dada wanted Japan, to do. You've done Abu Dhabi. Like, listen, I think the only thing they're missing is Bangkok. Yeah, man, we we should do it like a uh, fight on a boat, man, in, in international waters. Oh, like Dada wanted to do so that. I think. What is it? What is is he going? Le- him leaving? It. How does it actually hurt? Someone explain this to me. Him being removed, it, it, we're in the what if situation. If he was removed, how does it actually hurt the UFC or the sport? Someone tell me. There's there there's not one or two or a handful of people that couldn't do what he does. Oh no, he, not at all, not at all. Well, the thing is, man, he's he's not only a good uh, matchmaker, but he's also a good. Uh, he doesn't matchmake anymore. Businessman, dude. You know what I mean. But you know, uh, that, remember, does, does that mean does that mean he still needs to be UFC's you know face of the? Oh company? hell no! I don't. Th- I think no. he should step down. To yeah. be honest Here's with you, thing. he should have stepped he, down he, years he ago. He shares all the money he makes, but someone else is now the CEO, and right, now, right, right, now right, you're, right. You're, you're you're the marketing manager. Marketing he should have stepped down Whatever. years ago. Years ago, man. He, he should have stepped he, down. No, he should have left when he had when he had uh what was it? What was that surgery he had? I forget what it was. Yeah, oh, uh, vertigo. Yeah. yeah. Or was well, it? he's already in a situation where he shouldn't be traveling? He yeah. should be, he's already in, in that boat. So, like, what are we talking about? You're like like who what fighters are, are doing great because of you? Are you managing fighters now that you didn't tell well, us about? Like this right. opens up a whole new bag of worms, in my opinion. Well, here's the here's the thing with me. It would just feel weird and absent without Dana White being the head of the. Well, who's the he he adds so be much. Like the, the, well, the, I mean, the social media. Just, just leave him as the face. Why can't just he leave be him as the face like he wanted to be? You just know let him do fuck off Friday. Like he wanted to be, and just let somebody else run the shit. 
I mean, but think about it. If you had somebody else get the the fuck down, Dana, you done too much, bro. You literally done too much. And now you put yourself in the fucking spotlight where you don't need to be at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You did something so totally fucking asinine. The fact that he called Chris Cyborg a main and then still signed with the UFC is still right. Looking like Vanderlei Silva. In a in a bra, but yeah. but he'll blatantly he disrespect said. you to your face, bro, and then fucking and then turn around and you know. Shake well, that's your the head. thing. Like he, so. you can't have a guy that's that that have have volatile personal relationships with people. He can't. You can't be. You have to be transparent. Right. You know what I mean? agree. So I mean, I think the other thing is that well, we, well, another thing that we were talking about was. You know, you know this is going to affect the, the, the that those those slap boxer leagues. That they only set back for running week. as soon as that first contract is done. It's over. It's over, bro. We already know that. They I got put, as soon as this happened, it was immediately removed from the TBS schedule immediately. So you know what's going to happen there. They took his name. Try so, are you gonna tell me yeah? that Gene gonna take yeah. care of all these people? I wanna, there? I, you know he's not. I, I want to try that. Just, bow, you know just open hand pimp slap. Bow. Yeah, they they, they 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 go and hired Forrest Griffin as a person as a catcher for these guys when they get knocked. Like this is what I mean. Like this is his. Hey, thing. he got a job out of it. He's not done yet, bro. He's not done yet. We gotta figure out something. You know what I mean? We can't be fighters. And he definitely job. can't be a teacher no more. So fuck. Well, Steve, uh, guess what I heard this week? Or I saw investigating. So the slap league follows six people, one of them being Nate Diaz. Is Nate Diaz have something? To do with the hey slap man, league. his Stockton slap is legit, bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> so it's so I actually I, I'm friends with Slap for Cash, who's been on uh he's been on Logan Paul, the slap that changed my life. He's uh best friends with Nick and Nate Diaz. I was like, why aren't you guys on this? And he's like, just wait. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? I go and check who they're Listen, following. They're following no more Jake Paul talk. Hey, man. He oh, hey, if you by want the smoke, to sponsor me, tell him how that Glass slippers, man. I got you. The smoke <laughs> put, put Jake Paul on glass slippers. I don't want to hear nothing. All, what? all Jake wants to do is pick on welterweights. I don't want to hear no Jake Paul talk until he fights a guy that's actually in his weight class. The no, smoke. I agree with you. I agree with you there. Hey, man, I give you. I give I was you. I've been saying this the whole time. Go look at like, it. I agree with you. They're that, all. Bro. They're all former welterweights. Every single one of them. Jake Paul fights at two hundred pounds. Two hundred pounds. Okay. So someone, t- someone, come talk to me when he fights a light heavyweight. Right. Or a right. cruiserweight. However you want to word it. Who anyone you know, who like fights at two hundred pounds? In my opinion. Right. That's why he ran from the house. I see. I seen Rockman fight you. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. I would love to see him. Fight, and, and, and I would love and, to and, see him. And, fight and since him, we were talking about about Tommy Morrison, he should go fight Kenzie Morrison if he wants to make right? a name. For him, oh, bro. dude, bro. Kenzie would probably slaughter him, bro. bro. Kenzie would slaughter him, bro. He like Kenzie wouldn't give up on if that. If I was Kenzie, got, I go talk look, to PFL. Be like, please, it, I beg you, let look me at, have look, the MMA look at Kenzie, fight, please. Watch. Watch Kenzie and then watch Tommy, bro. They're almost fucking identical, dog. Like it's a trip to me. Like they got, you know, a dip, dude, the uh, reason I, bit I love Tommy because I'm a left-hander, dude. It wasn't just that he was he was the white guy in box, and I'm I'm a left-handed dude. 
I feel that. I feel that. Hey, man, I've man, had, like, there's, there's I've had some pretty difficult lot, fights like against lefties. The there's not a whole lot of people that are, that are good lefties. I've had like, some pretty right, difficult you look fights at baseball, against lefties. Who, who are the most exactly valuable guys? Oh, the left-handers. Holy crap. I wouldn't say valuable, but I would definitely say – The guys say who get paid a lot more are the left-handers. Like, you'll look <laughs> at it. Left-handed pitchers, left-handed hitters. Power oh, left-handed yeah. hitters. Hey man, you I I can't deny that man. I can't man, look, deny look, that. Look, look at the contract that 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 um Bryce Harper got from the day that he that he got on the cover of the uh, of Sports Illustrated magazine when he what, what was he sixteen at the time? The sixteen or seventeen? I thought he was seventeen. The amount of money he has got during that period of time is insanity. Yeah, bro, I agree with you there, man. Yeah, dude. So you know, it's like one of the things like but it's have, like it's also about it's like, also I, about I, having the right people behind you, bro. The right people behind you, bro, makes makes a fighter, bro. It's not you, just the fighter skill. A lot of things play into it. A lot, you know how you're brought into the sport, you you know, you know who who winds up being your coach is how you're protected, how you're taught about things. Right. And I not just that, but also to have the coach to, to sit there, like like how you were sitting there saying how you wind up being in the guy's hometown. Like you should have, you should have been like as much as you said you you've been bouncing around to here, to there, to there, to there. You should probably had a management guy in the place to sit there and say, as much as I know you need this fight, that you know this this is a this town is known for doing X, Y, and Z. Like just so you have you know, uh, those. Dude, I had in, in the beginning of my career, bro. In the beginning of my career, I had Jack Thompson, bro. He was a great manager. You know, when he passed away in uh, 2013, you know, it definitely set my career for a a whirlwind, a loop. Um, if you know JRT Boxing out of Vancouver, Washington, you know Jack Thompson was a legit dude, um, and and David Mendez was my mitt guy. You know, th- those two, bro molded me into the fighter that I wanted to be. But the thing is, man, Jack made sure that I had everything I I, I could ever th- ask for. You know, my rent was paid. My bills were paid. If I needed a couple hundred dollars for some, you know what I mean? He did it. He made sure of it. And all I had to do was just train and fight, you know. Um, but see, and that's what it comes from, bro. You really need a team like that. Somebody that's going to kick your door down at four o'clock in the morning and say, Hey champ, I need your ass up out of bed. I need you to go run and I'm going to follow you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, look, look, bro, this, this motion picture shit, when they show you the shit on Rocky and all this other shit, this shit is for real, bro. This shit is for real. It's in our blood, bro. You know what I mean? But the problem is, is that, you know, we have too many people there that are there for the ride that are there just for the experience, you know, uh, i.e. Uh, a coach I, I used to mess with, man, and I'm not going to name any names, but he knows where he is. He's in Napa, Idaho. Man Miller. You know, no. <laughs> I always know the name. But anyway, you know, he's in Napa, Idaho, and yeah, the problem yeah. is, you know, <laughs> with him being who he is, you know, and and not being on the, on the level where I'm going, yeah. you know, I don't need him. You know, and I told them respectfully, hey, man, you know, your coaching has got me this far. I'm going into bare knuckle. You know, I'm moving on to bigger and better things, and I'm not taking you there. Let me and, stop here. And- Let me stop here. I've seen this so many times. You know who Nick Newell is, obviously, the the one-armed fighter from here in Connecticut. He had a run uh, with the UFC Dana White's Contender Series. So here, Andrew Calandrelli has a gym, which Marissa, our last guest, is friends with. 
uh, they had a huge falling out over this because Nick trained with him his entire life. And then as soon as he started gaining some traction, Nick left and opened up his own gym. And there's all this beef around it. And it's just so right. sad see, to see. Like, it's, like, it's never about it's never about somebody supporting their dreams anymore. It's about somebody else's come up. I'm sick of seeing that. You know what I mean? Like, look, I've dreamt to be a world champion ever since I was six years old, bro. And I watched Sugar Ray Leonard fight on the TV. And I turned to my mom when I was a little boy and I was like, mom, this is what I want to do. And she kind of laughed. She laughed. She said no mas. You know what I mean? But the thing was, dude, she turned around and now she's like, son, look at you. You're chasing your dreams and you're doing what you want to do and not letting the world hold you down. You know what I mean? Regardless of the fact, you know, so, so this is what, what we as fighters need to understand is that when you got a place that you can truly call home, where it makes you almost feel like, dude, you can sleep on their couch at any time, you know, uh, you know, they'll give you a room board, the shirt off their back, bro, just to make sure that you succeed in your dream. That's what you need. And that's the coach that I found in Virginia, bro. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That's special. You know, uh, Randy Witcher, man, Gretna, Virginia, bro. This this guy is a boxing mechanic. He's got videos on YouTube of his son. He used to go around, he used to go around to boxing shows, man, and and put on little intermissions with him hitting mitts with his son. And his son was like five, six years old, bro, and looking like a world champ, bro. This dude is crazy, man. He's a guru. Randy Witcher is a guru, bro. That's pretty crazy. That's a great idea. Like that, that obviously happened before people actually started doing all the social media stuff too. That's exactly, genius, bro. Right? Like, like he was in the game long before a lot of other people. And the problem is, like, <laughs> the funny part is, and I'm gonna give a shout out to Coach Randy Witcher, man. Uh, you know, uh, follow him on Facebook. He 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 is literally a legit guru. But uh, you know, with him being there, man. The thing is, man, a lot of people, they run into both of us and they're like, dude, are both y'all related? No, nah, it must be that light skin thing. You know what I mean? So so we got the thing working for us, bro. You know, light skin Jamaican dude and, you know, you know, black cat from Virginia, bro. You know what I mean? This is how we got to make it happen. We're building an empire. They're like, were you that little boy from years ago? <laughs> like, were, you, yeah. were you that little kid from years ago that was hitting the mitts? <laughs> right, right. He's got to right. roll with it. But what that's what I'm saying, saying, man. It's just it's it's so funny, bro. Like, yeah, sometimes they ask me if I'm his son. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're a lot alike, which is kind of crazy. Well, you know what's even worse, bro? This just happened to me. Uh, I was talking to a girl, right, and I sent her a photo of of me and my mom and my dogs from like years ago, and she was like, "Oh, is that your ex girlfriend?" I was like, "Yo, no, that's my mom, yo." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like my whole life, all my friends were like, your mom's hot, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, my God. Dude, I hate that. Going grocery shopping when I was younger, or when I was younger, like a couple years ago. Like, people would be he like, said oh, a couple like, oh, years ago. Yeah, like last week. But it's like, that's the weirdest thing. I'd rather somebody think someone's my dad than be like, yo, is that your girl? At least they're not saying, yo, is that your boyfriend? <laughs> right. No <laughs> shit, huh? <laughs> but whoa, going whoa, back, whoa, 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 bro. Whoa, hold on. Going, you know what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to anybody, but yeah, don't get twisted. 
yeah, no, that's not my girlfriend. That's my mother. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right. Uh, right, so what right. you're yeah. just saying she's beautiful, she's gorgeous. That's my mom. Unless you know your friends I mean? are like, me, you know, my friends stopped trying to hang out with me and just wanted to sleep over so they could sneak upstairs at some point. It was just like, fuck you guys. So <laughs> what you were what you were saying a minute ago uh about oh so you had a stiffler's mom. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Now it the question stiffler. is, do you have a Paul Finch in your group? Oh, oh no, shit. yeah. Yeah, right. I actually do. And he looks like Paul Finch and he's the kid. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no Casanova, though. No Casanova. Right. Hey. Um, so what you were just saying about your parents getting behind you, I think is so important for that motivation to be put in your head at such a young age, because I read this book when I was younger. It's Derek Jeter's book. And in the first chapter, they go into it. He's a little kid. He goes into his parents' bedroom at around midnight wearing a New York Yankees hat and his glove. And he goes into the bedroom, wakes them up and says, one day I'm going to play shortstop for the New York Yankees. And they said, yes, you will, as long as you believe in it. And this book was right. written way before believe, achieve and all that. And I've held on to this book for so long because it meant something to me. Because when I was growing up, I'll never forget my stepfather. You know, I was on all the all-star teams for baseball, uh, captain of the football team and he was like you think it's all good now but that stuff isn't achievable you have to think outside and get a real job you'll never no achieve doubt. that and yeah, i was yeah. like i've heard that i was like times. no i need to it, it crushed me man you need to have that drive that took it away from me and i was just like it took a long time to it took a lot of mma interviews to actually realize that you you could we're all the same we all wake up in the morning and we all make choices, right? And right. somebody is next in line for the position I want. Why not me? What do I got to do? I'll do it, right? It's what achievable. do I got to prove to not only myself, but everybody else? Yeah, It's achievable. But how right? can I be better today than I was yesterday? You know, uh, what, what goals can I accomplish today? Look, dude, the first thing I do in the morning, bro, I get up and Coach Put on that watch. And coach, hey, man, good looking, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. Hey, and the lion pen, it's got to go go with it. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, let's see that. Let's see that bad boy. Yo, that's like uh, o, like the O-Block change that uh, King Vaughn got everybody. Yo, that thing's hey, sick man. as hell. <laughs> hell, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what I was saying is that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, bro, like the first thing I'm doing is I get up, bro, obviously, you know what I mean? You got to brush your teeth, take shit, whatever. But I'm staring in that mirror. Randy Witcher, Coach Witcher has got me on this thing where I'm staring in the mirror, mirror bro, and I'm repeating my I am's, you know? I'm a king. What? I'm a lion, you know what I mean? I am winning. I'm a winner. I will succeed, you know what I mean? I am succeeding, you know what I mean? Things like that, bro. Like, people don't understand the power of manifestation, dog. You know what I mean? They don't understand that, dog. And even though, even though that we go through these trials and tribulations and we go through these 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 hardships, you know what I mean? There's there's the grass is greener. I'm telling you, the grass is greener. You just gotta keep pushing. Don't give up. Don't give up. I've seen you do this too. I've only known you for about what 36 hours at this point. And last night I was trying to put together, you know, the background for you and everything. And I remember one message that you said, 
And it says, the lion is a beast. And so is anyone I welcome into my pride, gentlemen. One love. And that stuck with me, man. I saw where your mindset was. And I'll, I'll tell you what. That probably works so well for you because there was one point in my life where I was waking up excited and I felt all this motivation. I put motivational music on, hardcore music on. And I was like, this is it. No safety nets. Let's go. And right. then any, I fell any into way a, to get that niche. Any way to get that niche. Then I, I fell into a, a really toxic relationship. I was probably the toxic one. And it totally threw me off. It, and I realized how... I don't need any distractions until I get what I want. The most important thing in this life is making sure I feel like I've accomplished all that I've wanted to accomplish, that I actually take a step outside of the box and not even don't don't even set your goal up for the lifetime, bro. Just set that goal up for the day, the day. As soon as you accomplish it that day, bro, you know, there's greater things ahead. All the time, all the time, you know, whether I get my ass kicked in training or I get my ass kicked at work, regardless of the fact, bro, you know what I mean? I accomplished something that day, you know what I mean? Which only makes my life that much sweeter in the end. You and know I learned I mean? something recently, too. I, I, I actually learned that sometimes losses are actually victories as well. So when I went through that depression and I'm kind of getting out of it. I, I reflect on it. And I'm like, oh, I had to go through that to realize this. And it, it really takes a lot of reflection. A lot of the time we go through the day, we're on social media, we're worried about this one, that one, and the other thing. But I, I'm somebody I like to play the guitar. I like to, you know, I have hobbies that help me focus and calm down and help me realize things, especially when I take LSD. Uh, what are some <laughs> of the things... What are some of the things that you do to kind of get in the in the right mindset? Um, to be honest with you, man, I'm very I'm very spiritual, so I'm always in you know, always in prayer. Whether it be you know, uh, you know, as an obeya, you know, coming back from my uh, you know family heritage, you know, in in Jamaica, you know, uh, some people call us witch doctors, but you know, we still read the word. You know, the Holy Bible is still, you know, we are, you know, everything that we, we do is in the book of Psalms. The problem is, is that, you know, when it comes to the candles and the, you know, the burning and the sage and all this other stuff, you know, the Palo Santo. Well, you know, I I've start, you know, was raised around Haitians who are kind of similar. Right, right, right. Exactly. It's, you know, it's a different kind of culture, but we still believe in our higher power. Granted, you know, we don't. We don't truly believe that, you know, it's a singular source or, you know, the trifecta like like they claim it to be. We think there's there's multiple creators, bro, you know, of, of different certain aspects. So um, with that, I'm in I'm in my spiritual beliefs. Um, to be honest with you, man, it's either work, gym, home. I'm, I'm usually a recluse, but I like to write a lot. I write a lot of poetry. Really, a lot of, uh, I'm a lyricist. I used to write, write reggae music before. The last time I had a ten thousand dollar recording studio, and wow. you know my ex fiance, she, uh, you know, she got rid of it. You know, but uh, the problem is, is that you know I want to get my studio back up and going. I want to make reggae music again. Um, you know, but I draw, I write, I, you know, I, I, I spend a lot of time with my daughter Sophia. 
you know, she's a, a really big impact for me. And she's actually the one that tells me that, hey, dad, it's oh, time for you to follow your dreams. Mommy's following hers. So, oh, wow. You know, and she's 10 years old, man. She's she's the light of my life, man. It's just Mom, mommy's dream of destroying your life. <laughs> no, no, no. Mommy's dream. Hey, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. You know, uh, Sophia's mom, dude, her and I went through a rough patch you know, for a long time. And, you know, now we're like the closest and the best. That's friends. important. You Steve, know, Steve, and, and the on. thing is, bro, is like, we really do it for our daughter, but we also are that, are that backbone for each other. If, if we have like a problem or an issue or something that needs to be talked about, you know, we can talk to each other without having to yell, scream, cuss, you know, fight, you know, that's the thing that I don't have with my other baby mamas. You know what I mean? And and I want that so bad. But, you know, that's time so will tell. Time will tell what happens with that. But, yeah, other than that, man, you know, my spiritual beliefs, I love to write. I love to draw. You know, I'm a runner, so I run a lot. Bro, you know I, mean? I got like, something for you. I got something for you. It's called uh, – I'll send it to you uh, – it's an app, right? So when you go on a run, it has zombies. Like you put your headphones in. No shit. Don't tell a, me I'm running from zombies, bro. It's, a, it's called zombie run, bro. It's called, <laughs> what the you put, fuck? You put, it in your, you put, it, you put your headphones in, right? And I'm going to be like, run. And then oh, one's right there. Shit. <laughs> Yo, and there's like, it follows the map and it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I'll send it to you. Hey, yeah, you're going to have to send that shit to me, man. It's I'll cool as hell. And there's I'll like a whole bunch of people that are in on it as well. You can, yeah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing it and like do a review on it, which would totally be sick here. But um, I, I got another question for you here. I, I want to rewind really quick. We kind of brushed over the whole, the voodoo doll thing. So if I wanted to get something for my studio, that's kind of in the same like realm, what would you say to get? I don't know. You got to show me your whole studio, bro. I'm like looking at two walls right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like that thing, that thing behind you. I want something like that in my room, like something that's spirit, like spiritual, something Get like you booty. a Rasta flag, man. You know what I mean? Get you a Rasta flag. Right I got now. Rasta rolling papers over here. <laughs> Get that's you, uh, you know. Get you some fight memorabilia. How about that, man? No, do, yeah, do I got a ton. I got you... a ton of that. I totally got a ton of that. So, guys, you know? I want to jump into the last part of this interview. We are going into the bold predictions of 2023 here. Steve, you're getting a kick out of this. Love it, brother. <laughs> I can, I <laughs> yeah, can tell you. I can tell you're entertained. <laughs> um, number one, John Jones doesn't fight ever again. Bold claims. Nah, he's fighting this year. Yeah, he'll fight, bro. He'll fight. He's got the, he's still got nah, the guy, how about man. this one? <laughs> he will not win that title. No, he won't. He won't. I think I think something uh 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 mentally is fucked up with him, but I think he's still got the dog in him. I think he's ready to fight. So for the fans listening, the most important people here, if you guys haven't heard Cyril Gain has one week left on his contract to resign with the UFC. So he sends out a tweet that he wants to fight John Jones in March. Does that happen? 
No. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's I don't think fight. it's going uh, Listen, there's two fights that they'll, they'll make. Stipe and Jones, Ngannou and Jones. Steve That's it. it. That's yeah. the list. That's it. Yeah, I agree with that 100%, bro. I and really Jones know. doesn't win I anything. I think Gano and Jones is going to Because of how things working out, he won't win the title because I don't think he's going to get Nagano first. Whoever's going to be that first fight, I don't think happens before March. And I think yeah. the way the timetable works out, that he won't be able to win one fight and then get Nagano or even an interim fight for the title, depending on what happens with Francis, to even fight for it in this year, like I said. Bold prediction is he will not win that title in 2023. Period. It's not going to happen. Will he fight Stipe? We all want to see him fight Stipe. Can we all? Well, I mean, I think that's the proper fight to have. Yeah. Stipe wants one last crack, one last one. Not only for the fans, but for the both of them, too. I I believe it. It's the polar opposite. I mean, it's just like if you think about it, it's like like Nate and Tony. Exactly. you You know, not only the company man, the company champion, you know, you know, he's a, you know, volunteer firefighter. You know, you know he 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 fought he fought fought. You know, in his home countries. You know, kind of reserve army and things of that nature. Oh, the like Czech. He, he's Czech. Or he's something. Ba- he's a he's a Czech cop, basically. Yeah, right over there. So like he's legitimately the other side of John, the polar definitely, opposite. definitely. And I really think it'll be good for both of their careers because then they get to go into deeper well, no, John waters. Gets to beat, both of them, gets to you gotta think, bro. Stop the legitimate UFC heavyweight champion. That with them both, with them both fighting it. though, with yeah. them both fighting, bro, they 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 literally get to go into deeper waters together. You know? What yeah, I mean? that is cool. That is totally cool. And and I think that'll be a, a firework of a show, regardless of the fact, you know, of, of the outcome. I really think that it would be good for both I of them and their morale. Think of their waters, think of their mental state. John. You know what I mean? Think of their mental state, bro. You know, they fight each other, bro. It, it'll definitely give uh, another one a boost of something. You but you're both I mean? saying that Jones is losing to Stipe? I disagree. I totally, totally disagree with you guys. I don't think he stops him. We'll Stipe's see. Good. Dude, Stipe has probably one of the best chins at heavyweight. Dude, James Krause told me there's a pre-existing injury going into this one. So... Yeah, man, but you can hide an injury. No, I'm kidding. I've hit an injury. Uh, Come (laughs) January 1st, 2024, we'll be talking about Nate Diaz returning to the UFC. Ooh, that's going to be savage, bro. Yeah, no. That's going to be savage. but no. Now, 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 now I'm wondering what it will do to his career, though. You know what I mean? No, we're we're asking what happened. Will it? I know, but if it does happen, let's say he it, will lose say, half of his does whole it take off running does everything or does the way it he go did it and then come back at because they they gave him money. No, I right. think it would be for the Connor fight, if anything, right? It has Why? to be. you know, listen, anyone who sees the writing on the wall, Connor's get is gonna fight out his contract and he's gone. If you you agree. <laughs> I mean, he makes a point, though. He's got a point, though. Yeah, that would be so sad. He, all right, if we don't, there's no, that. there's no way you can think that that Conor McGregor is gonna gonna be able to put anywhere to three to four wins together in a row to go get a title again, right? Well, he's so then what's what, the point fight, of him fighting? He's supposed to fight uh, Chandler. Uh, he's trying to do. I heard there was uh, some training videos of him today getting chased around the ring with a bat. So. Uh, 
we'll see. Next one here, Fedor Emelianenko, 46, retires as Bellator's heavyweight champion. Nah, Bader beats him again. Hey, man, good career, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good career. Like, stayed great on. Great career, long. dude. You know what Is I mean? he the scariest? Didn't, fight the, didn't come to the UFC. Didn't challenge himself properly. Handpicked too many fights. Stayed inactive too long. Fedor is a legendary name. Does not belong in legendary lists. Look what happened when Vanderlei came over. He had a hard time. Look what happened when Krokop came over. Had a hard time. Found his niche for a period of time, but it was just like he. You waited too long to make all that stuff happen. So hey, look at me, bro. I get into BYB, bro. I had a first uh, hard time my first time too. You know what I mean? Vitor Belfort didn't really have an issue first coming in here. He skyrocketed right to right to get the title fight until John t- tore his arm in half. So so oh, you choose yeah. so you choose like a, 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 a an animal of a man as as a fucking <laughs> as a, oh I forgot he was he was, he was as an example what the fuck dude what the hell are you <laughs> I forgot that that was TRT tour yeah you know what I mean like you use an blitz, animal of a man as an example what the he, fuck he is, wrong? He, he is, he is. <laughs> oh man is that somebody you would you would ever want 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 to see in the BYB ring. Hey, bro, yeah. That would be nuts, dude. That would be fucking would be insane. Like if you if Imagine you could, if you could hack handpick your dream X UFC Pride, whatever, whatever. If you could pick anyone Fedor who you would just they, they don't have to be completely worn out where you're where you know you're gonna beat them. Just you right, so we got to think at prime. A time in their career. If you could pick we gotta one, think prime. who's to homeboy that still hasn't sent back his autograph for you, Steve? Uh the hardest hitter. Uh, the hell's his name? He knocked out McSweeney at the bare knuckle. Uh, Brennan Shaw beat him in the UFC. You're waiting for his autograph to get sent back to you, you so we can. Alexander? Nope, no, 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 no. Oh no, 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 Levar Johnson. Levar Johnson, Fedor, bro, be bare knuckle. That would be sick, dude. That would be savage. That would be savage, bro. That would be bloody. No, Steve. <laughs> the audio <laughs> listeners can't hear. Can't see. That would be bloody, bro. <laughs> I'm not going to Who would you want to see well, him fight? LeVar, LeVar is supposed to be having a, a uh, what, what is it, a, a Valor B, BYB? Like, yeah, Shamrock. Yeah, Shamrock. Valor. He's supposed to have a BYB fight coming soon. So what made you go with BYB over any of these other options? What makes that the best spot? Well, to be uh, to be honest with you, man, back in August, and you know, I mean, we at BYB really don't like to say the name, but I I I tried out for the BKFC, you know, and and everybody, dude, look, I got interviewed, you know what I mean? How many? I hit harder. I, I, you know, the little punch meter that they have at the end of the game. We've whatever. heard this. We've heard this. Bring us through this. What was hey, it? Hey, look. So this little punch meter that they had at the end of the game. Why was I punching over seven hundred, and I punched harder than everybody else? Look, mind you, I fought in boxing at one hundred and twenty-two to one hundred and twenty-six pounds. 
I'm fighting now in, in bare knuckle at 130 pounds. Why is it out of every heavyweight in that tryout and everybody in that tryout, I hit harder than everybody else. And they That's looked why. me over. They That's looked why. me over. You know what I mean? And I was tired of waiting after four months you know what I mean? Bro, to get I bet a you shot. were so pumped when you hit it and saw that number too. You're like, oh, oh I bro, nailed this thing. Bro, they let you hit it three times, dog. And I'm telling you, I think it was like 750, 720, and 700 at the same, you know what I mean? Bro. So come on, bro. I hit hard, man. You know what I mean? And that's the reason why Brandon Burr won't fight me again. You and know it what tops I mean? out at like 999, bro. Or yeah, so. dude. That's crazy. So, you know what I mean? Like, Like for being a little dude that I am, bro, I hit hard. You know they I mean? got one at the UFC Institute, and uh, they they got a whole bunch of fighters that do it. I, I'm really interested to going back and looking at some of the numbers and see where you stack up, especially at your weight, man. That's really impressive, man. I but, appreciate uh, that, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I pride myself, bro, in into learning the fundamentals of every aspect of boxing, bro. Every I I'm not. I, I can tell you I'm a journeyman, but I don't know everything. You know what I mean? Like, I've been in the ring with, with champions, bro. Like, you know, but I know that a lot of them won't let me let me uh, try to, uh, you know, uh, get my, uh, you know, what what's that word that I'm looking for? Um, you know, get a rematch for, yeah. for my fights because they know that a lot of them I broke, bro. I break my fighters, man. They go into a lot of darkness, bro, that 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 they're not ready for. You know what I mean? So I'm ready and willing to take on all comers for, for 130 in BYB, to be honest with you. The one one last question here. Uh, you got the triangle going on. Like, I, I've asked this before, but I can only imagine how weird that is because it's so close. Then you got Paulie Malignaggi, Goldie uh, right there. It's like tight quarters. So it is definitely hey, it is definitely type quarters, bro. You can hear everything. You can hear everything. But the problem is, 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 is two steps and you're up against the ropes or in the corner. See, and a lot of fighters like to like to dance. I don't do dancing, bro. I'm an inside fighter. So, you know, uh, once I kind of got used to it towards the end of the first round, you know, and even Claudia will tell you, will, will set it in the, in the, uh, in the fight itself, she was like, it looks like he's starting to gain his wheels now, you know, and getting used to the fact that this ring is a lot smaller than what he's been in. You know what I mean? The thing is, bro, it's like, you know, that triangle, bro, the trigon is the truth, you know, and, and any bare knuckle fighter that wants to fight bare knuckle should definitely try out BYB or get into BYB or, or make that contact contact Mel Venezuela, man. He'll, he'll, He'll put you on. That's that plug right there. Do you know, like, how they came up with that concept? Like, that's such an interesting concept to come up with. Of course, like, Dada would do something like that. Hey, hey like, Dada's the know. innovator, man. You know what I mean? Dada's, Dada's a genius, bro. But then you also got his his team that's behind him, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are building something that nobody's ever seen before, you know? And no disrespect to BKFC, because I respect every fighter that fights in there. But that ring, bro, that ring is so big, bro. It looks like a, a runner's ring to me. Even when I tried it out, look, even when I tried out for the BKFC in, in Colorado in August, 
last year, like even Leonard Garcia himself said, bro, you know, BKFC is, is definitely a runner's, a runner's game, you know? So you got to go get it and get it hard. You know what I mean? So so taking that that into what I know with the BYB and I didn't hear too much about it in the beginning, but my coach wanted to put me on because, you know, my coach really believes in me, bro. And the thing is, man, it's like, he's like, dude, let's stop waiting on this and let's, and let me put some feelers out, you know, obviously talk to Mel Venezuela and then, you know, and then here I am, man, you know, the next so, signed fighter to BYB for the next, you know, 18 months or four fights, bro, whatever, whatever uh, happens. Geez. So 2023 is upon us. What are you trying to do here? What What are your goals? Last question. Hey, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm about to shock the world. I'm about to show everybody that the lion is here to stay, that the lion is king. Yo, you should get a logo of a lion hey, doing the shocker. The lion is king. Oh, I'm hell yeah. You. you know hell what I mean? Yeah. And the problem so, is, is that is that I've sacrificed too much for this sport and too much in boxing, bro, to go back now. So, you know, with me being in my in my mid 30s, I'm ready to take all challengers at this point. Oh yeah. You know. Hell yeah. And you know, if if John Dodson want to want to come over to BYB and get some in, I'll Let's get it go. in too. Bro. Yo. Let's fucking go, dude. Man, the, the lion fits you so perfectly. I, I I was making the image for you last night. You said, "Bro, that's like a a lemur." Or something. It was a tiger. Was, yeah, said, I was like, bro, you sent know. me a tiger. I was like, bro, that's a tiger. Man. <laughs> I saw you like typing, and then like you you like backpedaled. So you know how like the dots come up, and then you backpedal, and you're like, bro, that's a a lemur. I was like, fuck, dude, I'll fix it. But uh, yeah, man, we're so excited for what you got going on this year. Uh, your personality totally bro, shines. I'm telling you, definitely getting fans season, up bro. I'm getting that BYB title. You know what I mean? I'm taking on anybody, bro. And if Brandon Burr wants to fight me again, let's do it, baby. And the next show, bro. Hey, look, shout out to uh, BYB for the next, the upcoming show in February. BYB 15, going back to the home ground in, in Dade County. That the, the hey, yeah, if you're not excited, fight. I'm excited. I'm ready to see what happens. And, and shout out to my boy, Josh Oxidine. Bro, is that Josh? The preacher man, show. that's my hey. boy, bro. I'm telling you, the preacher man is my boy. He's an OG. We just had Josh on like what, what th- three episodes ago or something? Hey, Josh is my dude, bro. And and you know what? And the, and the thing is, man, we he knows, you know, we're both so strong in our faith, bro. We pray together a lot, man. You know that guy, you know he he's a real good family man, bro. But but let me tell you, his hands are certified. And, and, you know, when I make my trip to Virginia, I'm stopping, you know, at Josh's gym and him and I are finna, you know, we're finna throw down together. It's going to be a fun one, man. Josh, Josh, Josh is well-rounded. He, he, he's, he's, he's one of the rare ones, man. I, I love Josh. He's got, hey, he's, he's, a, he's a special kind of dude, bro. And, yeah, and, man. and, and, you know what, to be honest with you, with, with, with the way the bare knuckles going, you know, uh, it only takes a special kind of athlete, bro, to uh, to push this to the next level. You know, and and I'm excited because because since they've signed me, I've had 
more opportunities to not only help out the brand, but also help out myself in the process, you know, and, and, and put my name out there. So with you guys having me on at this point, you know, it's all love, bro. You know, rude boy. I, I say it all the time. Like when it comes to athletes, media, you know, journalists, whatever, like, yo, we, we all, we Steve all need to be in the, kind of the, the, the same circle here. We, we, you know, we wash each other's hands at the same time. So. He's been doing exactly, this for so man. long, man. Yeah. You scratch your back. You scratch my back. I'll scratch yours, bro. And I'll give you guys. I really don't have, have any problems, you know, you know, you help getting you guys on here, get, you know, you know, get, getting, getting what your guys doing out here, you know, telling your story is, et cetera. That's, that's what, that's what we're here for. Like a lot, a lot of guys, like, like you see what we're talking about, when, you know, you're you're sitting there saying like Tommy should be in the Hall of Fame and things like that. The bureaucracy that comes he with really that. really like, does though. When, when you when you look at baseball though, like baseball has like this this long list of guys that there's no doubt these guys should be in, but because of butt hurt sports writers, they don't. <laughs> and we right. and it doesn't matter if we're talking about baseball. Same thing with boxing. Boxing is is voted on by sports writers, not by. Actual which yeah. I think is a huge mistake. I think it should only be voted. I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't think media members should have a vote to get to nominate, not to not to elect. That's my with, opinion. That's the I way agree I with that. Hey, look, I I agree with that, bro. I really like do. like I said, we, there are so many levels when it comes to that. It's just so annoying, but just it's it's what what you have to deal with. Is the bureaucracy of the whole nonsense? Hey, hey, you as fans and we as fighters, bro, we all have to go through, uh, you know. But like, it's one thing's like I think there's certain things like 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 A or B shouldn't be involved in. Like I said, I don't think sports writers should be involved in putting in the Hall of Fame, especially if you can be judged one way or another. Right, 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 right. No, if you have a guy that may be a fringe guy, but Look, because man, he I've was had, super well by the media and the fans, he gets a push. But what about the guy it who was, was absolutely hated by the media, was maybe semi-loved by the fans, but absolutely had the numbers to back it in, but they're right. not letting them in. Now, that's nonsense. Great I point. agree with Great that because I've even had fights stopped just because I was getting the, 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 the better hand of the guy. But since it was the promoter's fighter – the fighters show his hometown, you know, regardless of the fact the odds were stacked against me, regard, you know what I mean? Like in the beginning, bro, regardless of how I performed or what I've done, you know what I mean? I've never been knocked out. Yes. I have TKOs on my record, but those TKOs are referees getting paid Technical. to stop fights that shouldn't be stopped, bro. And, and you know what regard then asking look, Robbie Lawler. Look, I appreciate and 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 I'm honored to be known as a boxer, bro. But hands down, dude, I'm a dog, bro. You know what I mean? I'm a lion, man. You know what I mean? And only lions come to play. And my playground is bare knuckle, bro. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. If you were one of the characters in Lion King, are you Scar or Mufasa here? 
Hey, man, you know, uh, you know, you got to give me a 50-50, bro, because sometimes, you know, when I get on that 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 that, that angry side, the Jamaican comes out. Be Simba. Simba the Jamaican a, comes out, journey, and it's man. really it raunchy, bro. Me and Steve are Pomona and Pumbaa. Me and Steve are Pomona and Pumbaa, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kuna Matata. Kuna Matata. Hey. Right, right. <laughs> Hey, man. Oh, man, it's been such a blast talking with you, man. This it is definitely what has, man. I really appreciate you guys letting me be on, man. Uh, man. We, we all we always try to have fun on. We always like we're not we're not one of the one of those media companies or, or podcast shows that just kind of goes big names and big fight. Like like you know, we just had had you had had Eric on right before you. You're you know anyone can make the argument why you're interviewing this guy. He's never won a fight. Why, why are we talking to him? Why why he has anything to say? Well, everyone has a fucking story. People. He's fifty five years old, you know. And I and the thing is, bros, I don't use my story to you know to make excuses. Look, what happened in my past happened in my past. It is what it is, dude. I fought some great fighters. You know what I mean, Joel Diaz Jr. Uh, fucking, you know, Rob Diesel, you know, Corbin Page. I fought some pretty great fighters, bro, in my in my career. But you know, and a lot of these guys now Wait, are Joe are, Diesel, Riggs? Huh? Joe Diesel, Riggs, or Rob Rob Diesel, Rob oh, okay. Diesel. Okay, you know right. what I mean. But but these guys, these guys are hitters, bro. You know what I mean. But but they bless me. It, like, look now, a lot of these guys I have good relationships with, man. You know what I mean. Because the thing is, bro, is that when you're in the ring with a fighter, regardless of what happens or how much shit talking happens, bro, you know that fighter better than anybody else knows you, bro, because you shared something together that nobody else can share. Just like Brandon Burr, bro, this last BYB 14 in South Carolina, the first ever bare knuckle boxing match that ever happened in the state of California or South Carolina. You know what I mean? And Brandon Burr and I were the first bout. We are the only ones that can say that we were the first sanctioned bout in the BYB history in bare knuckle history on BYB 14, South Carolina, Rock Hill. Baby. Me and Steve yeah. have been saying bare knuckle is gonna blow up what seven, eight years ago at this well, point. You know, I know he doesn't like dude, to say hey, look, movie. look, you know, the platform, the dating. platform is getting bigger. See, and, I know you yeah. don't like to say the name because who you work with, but people tend to forget that Dave Feldman came from Philadelphia. Dave well, Feldman hey, look, bro, they, they came with money. Bought out by, look, you gotta by, think about it, bro. By they Rob, Rob Haydeck and CFFC. You gotta if, think if about it. Dave doesn't push the envelope. And you don't have someone like Dada and 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 and, and the Velasquez brothers on the other side of it as Scam well rock. pushing things. I don't think you get the sanction in the way you get it. Right, right. No, and I get that. But I'm also telling you, uh, you know, uh, BKFC, bro. They came with they came with money. They came oh, with without a doubt. they without came a doubt. with 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 angel investors and everything else, bro. BYB started from the ground up, bro. I'm talking about you know putting their own YouTube shows on, That's videos so on, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are, are yeah, like as gutter as it can be, uh, you know, bro. I'm, I'm but sure, every I'm single sure one of them help, help are professional to the, to the point where professionalism can't be matched. These guys' is professionalism, bro, I've never had the same kind of love and to be treated like a champion, you know, 
in any kind of promotion, whether it be boxing or MMA. My first MMA fight was against Ricky Simone. You remember wow. that name, don't you? He fought Uriah Faber. Wow. He won a world title, didn't he? Look, I'm telling you, I fought a lot of people, bro. You know what I mean? I've been in the ring with a lot of motherfuckers, bro. But every single time they get into the into the ring with me, they go into a darkness they don't want to get it get out of, bro, or they can't get out of. Dude, that's then, so sick. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I'm telling I'll you, bro. And night, they don't want to come back to this, bro. They do not want to come back to this. The lion is here, bro. The den. The Step into the den. And bro. the lion is here to stay, bro. I'm telling you that. And I'm you got the voodoo dolls. And you, you know what I mean? <laughs> 2023, bro, it's strap season. That Hey, that BYB title is mine, bro. I don't care who says it. You can talk as much shit about me as you want. You can say I don't deserve it. But my grind comes not only from the streets, but but in in not only the streets, but the gyms, bro. You know what I mean? I've it's blood, sweat, tears, pain. That's you so know, I've lost limbs yeah. over this. I've lost tooth teeth over this. Tooths. Teeth, Yo, I, I lost whatever, against you know an I mean? apple. My tooth lost against an apple. Bro, yeah, that's that's so huge. Oh, and by the way, if you find that tooth, please let me know because I really hey, bro, if I, I swear, I swear on my life, bro. If I find that tooth, it's it is yours. Bro, I'm gonna have a bunch of these, and every time I walk, you're just gonna hear fuck yeah, it's yours, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's been such a pleasure uh having you on this episode. Uh I was just showing for the audio listeners that couldn't see our stats right now. And we're actually kind of booming right now, Steve. So the podcast well, I'm happy is about that, man. You guys, you guys, you guys deserve it, man. You, you guys have well, been we do, grinding. We, 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 we just started. Here, we're doing a lot of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, bro. That's the thing, bro. You guys, you guys have been grinding. You know what I mean? And you believe in, in, in what you guys are delivering. And I appreciate that. That's why I kind of was a little hesitant at first because you know, a lot of people like to just talk shit. You know what I mean? Nah, see, and, we like and, to have fun, man. Is, like, bro, I like guys, a, lot, a lot of people guys touch on, on there are some shitty, shitty shows. With, yeah, with bro, and you guys running. touch on on great subjects that actually, you know, that that not only fans but fighters think about. You know what I mean? And 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 it and it hits home to a lot of us. You know, there's look at, there's look at that, look at that. That's beautiful right there. That's beautiful right there. So just like you, champ. Just like you, we're coming up too, bro. We're coming up too. Hey, man, we're I'm telling you, bro, 2023 is our year, bro. Yes, sir. 2023 is our year, and I'm I'm telling you, I'm welcoming you guys into my pride right now, dude. Unlike fighters, though, we need you guys to sub us. We yeah, need oh, you hey, guys man. to sub us. Anytime you want me on, bro, just give me a call. You know where I'm at. Hey, thank Likewise, you so man. much, Steve. You never need us for anything, you know. The, the hey, let me get uh, let me get a quick shout out to uh, well, Steve. Steve's gonna you bring you right there, right? Now. I appreciate that, man. Are you are you gonna give me an intro? Or are you just no? I'm waiting go? for Steve. Usually goes. So at this point in the interview, that's what I was just getting ready to do, and you took it out, Eddie. So I thought you were doing. I was it. giving it to you because you've been doing it for eight years. <laughs> See, that's what you get. That's oh, you get messing me up on the back. End. You know, best of skill. You know, so, what so uh, typically what we do here at the end, my, my friend, is we kind of throw the proverbial microphone over you. Anyone you would like, you would like to thank training partners, teammates, shoot at them social media sites, any sponsors that you have. Any charities you're working with, any anything like that, anything you're working with outside of combat sports that you want to let the people know about, the uh, the floor is yours. Let it rip, my friend. All right, man. Well, you know, this is the lion with Guan. Everything you see, uh, 
don't take it personal. You know, I want to uh, give a, a huge shout out to my sponsors, Donnie Martinez with the Tile uh, Ninja, Doug Anderson with Mainline Irrigation 208, uh, Kelly and Simon Rakov, Kelly Mayofsky. Sorry if I, I slaughtered your name, uh, you know, with uh, Boise's Best Auto Sales, Ronaldo Hernandez with uh, Black Sales Photography, and uh, Wesley Craze MC Smith with uh, A Real One Entertainment. I want to give a huge shout out to uh, my BYB family, every single one of you that are fighting for that dream. Keep going. I want to give a big shout out to Dada 5000 and the, and the entire BYB family for, get, uh, for putting me on and letting me do this thing and uh, show you guys what I got. I want to give a huge shout out to my moms, my pops, you know, for uh, always believing in me and pushing me to be a greater man than I've ever been. Uh, my daughter, you know, Sophia, for for uh, just encouraging me to be, to chase my dreams no matter what. You know, my other two kids, I haven't met you, but I just want to tell you that daddy's here and daddy's finna be a world champion. You know, uh, everyone that I haven't, you know, been able to mention or I have forgotten. Oh, by the way, my sparring partners, LG, Dante Dunneville, Monte Dunneville, uh, Tyree, uh, you know, Brian Maxwell, OG, you know, BKFC veteran, Brian Maxwell, all you guys, man, you guys uh, put me on and you guys have pushed me to be as great as I possibly can be. And a huge shout out to my coach uh randy witcher and my last sponsor or my two spot uh two last sponsors uh sean uh barksdale with uh press for time tees and uh pastor kale stone with stone bail bonds oh yo that that's an important one right there the bail bond thing saved life bro. <laughs> sucks, man when you're sitting in that little cell and you got this whole list of bill. Hey, bro, you know, and you're trying to call somebody and then they're like, yeah, do you have any collateral? Yeah. Do you have a paycheck? How much money's in your bank? Look, I know that I've been there, bro. I've Yo, been my there. bills bondsman recently got arrested in our city for uh, selling opiates. I was like, that's, oh, and, that's and one last thing, man, I want to give a huge, one love shout out to Carmen Medina with Tomorrow's Champions Boxing Gym in Nampa, Idaho, because you've always believed in me and you've always loved me and you always check on Champ when he needs it. Dude, that's so important, bro. This has been a pleasure, man. I like talking to fighters more than I like talking to my friends, honestly. You guys keep me motivated. This is my therapy. All the listeners of the podcast would say the same thing. So with that being said, we cannot wait to see what 2023 does. And, uh, man, I'm proud to be part of the Lion Den, bro. Hey, so. bro. Hey, welcome. Welcome aboard, bro. And I'm telling you, man. March or April, dude, I'm planning on getting back into that Trigon. I'm about to show you guys exactly how a lion wins a fight. Kendall Ward, everybody. Thank you so much, Kendall. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, gentlemen. God bless, bro. Oh, God I bless. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Steve, that was that was all. I needed that, bro. My tooth hurts <laughs> so bad, dude. I keep having to put, like, gel on it, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know if you guys can... you know, You know, Eric was great. Kendall was great. We, you know, we got, we got, you know, well over an hour talking to him. So that was, that was perfect. Uh, 
here, hold on. Like, no one wants to see that. No one wants to see that. No one wants to see that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well with that being said, folks, let's uh let's let's put a bow on this one. Eddie's uh, Eddie's, Ed, Eddie's got two uh, he's got rats root canals done to it. Um so much pain, episode dude. 15 in the books. Next week's gonna be fun. Uh oh you know, Steve. We, got, we, we got some more uh MMA fighters, some more bare knuckle boxers, some more UFC veterans. Not gonna let you know what you have to figure it out. <laughs> got a big one coming. In, in, in two weeks, we got a a, a former uh, world champion boxer son going to be joining us. Not telling you who. Or I what. can't wait to tell oh, my grandma man. though. Huh? I can't wait to tell my grandma, man. Oh yeah, she's going to be pumped, <laughs> like, dude. The whole Tommy Morrison thing, and now this upcoming one. It's it's been a pleasure, man. And we we haven't even cracked into it. So yeah. we also have. Uh, some surprises for 2023 for all the hobby people out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can't really get too much into it, but within the next, I think, week or two, we should be able to start putting everything together. Logos will be together, information will be together. And uh, you got an OnlyFans up now, right, Steve? No. <laughs> no. No, but, no, but no, for real, no, my, by my, the my, end of this year, I'm no, telling you, I'm going to have flat butt. I'm going to have a tooth necklace dog i'm gonna have a tooth necklace. oh boy here he goes with the it's necklace going again. down all right um, that being said folks let's put a wrap on this one we'll see you guys next friday december 20th right here on belly up sports i'm steve that was i'm evil eddie i let's think put a wrap on it buddy <laughs>